Tonight on the podcast, we're talking about Tommy Wiseau joining Star Wars, the Wonder Twins being dead, Square Enix for sale, we're reviewing Halo, the final episode of Moon Knight, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And we're finally going to get the results of the DNA test to find out if Lance is actually a pepperoni. Man, <laughs> Max, hit that music. <laughs> It is Friday night in Phoenix, and you're locked into the best damn podcast in all of the land, the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. I'm Max. Did I hear no. right? Did you say you are lactating to the best damn podcast? I, I heard I lactating. Said locked in. Oh, no, locked I heard lapped. In. I heard lapped. <laughs> I, I was like, are you lapping there is us a up? a bit of a stutter. I said, <laughs> I, I don't know how lot. you lactate to a podcast, but. You would know. Will... <laughs> I do Five lactate. kids. I'm sure you lactating at some point. Yo, mm -hmm. what up, Patrick? Welcome in. What up, Patrick? You guys are just finding <laughs> us since your first time checking out the Absolute Geek Podcast. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button and follow Smash us on it. all social media platforms. If you click our description below, it's to our link tree. You can find us on all social media platforms there. Um, it's a good it's a good day in the neighborhood, huh? I'll yeah, dude, we good, are good up mythical for Friday. We are up for best podcast in the valley. We are up for best TikTok in the valley and best Twitter in the valley. I heard our TikToks are nothing but Lance dancing in a towel while eating pepperoni slices uh -huh. to the trying season. To, trying to lick my own boob. Yeah, if we win TikTok, that is completely Lance's award because you are the only one. Oh, that and has done yeah, anything we should not TikTok. win it because I do not do enough on TikTok to win such a award. The only one. <laughs> I mean, he uses clips from the podcast, so I guess we can give some credit for that. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm just lactating thinking about that podcast win, though. My nipples are getting wet. <laughs> Jesus man. Christ. Yeah, so you can vote <laughs> once a day, every day until May 21st, I believe. So get your votes. That means nice. you, Solo. Good. Good deal, man. And you, yeah. too, Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> What's new, guys? It's been a, a week since I've been on here. What have you guys been up to? I was uh, in Baltimore all week for a work trip, so that was fun. I got like no sleep until last night, which was nice. No sleep till took the day Baltimore. off. Saw, saw Doctor Strange, helped Lance build his PC. We didn't quite finish building it, but he's close. So, yeah, I think I got it all built. I'm just afraid to fire it up. <laughs> so you bought a you bought a gaming PC, or you're building a powerhouse PC. For games that you say you don't have time to play. No, that I'm not building it for games. What are you building them for? Uh, video editing. Mm, why'd you go PC? Because you should have bought a new Mac if you're gonna go video editing. Okay, so I've I so in the last like 15 years I've owned probably three or four Macs, and I love Mac, and I think the Mac OS is far superior to Windows, but. Um, this last laptop I bought pissed me off because like the Wi-Fi cards, you can't upgrade. Like the fact that they're moving to their app, I was going to build a Hackintosh, but the fact that they're moving to 
away from Intel processors means that you won't be able to build Hackintoshes anymore. That you're not going to be able to get updates for your computer or anything. So I thought about it more and more, and I wanted the ability to upgrade my my computer as the years went by if I needed to. And PCs the only one that'll allow me to do that now. Yeah, and with the money you spent on that PC, man, you could have bought a nice Mac. I mean, honestly, I looked into it. I think what he got is going to do more than a Mac. Like specs wise, it blows a three thousand dollar Mac out of the water. Yeah, the Mac yeah, that you... I wanted, the Mac that I wanted was fifty five to six thousand dollars. I think is the Mac Mac Pro. Um, well, and when I looked up the specs, dude, the PC you're building is better than that. But yeah. you can't beat their their editing software, man. That's industry. That's like industry but I standard. Use, I use Adobe Premiere, and it's on it's on both. It's just the 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 one benefit. Yeah, but you Final have... Cut is like industry standard. That's what a lot of no that and a vast uh, not a vast. Um, I can't remember what the other one is. Um, Final Cut, uh, a lot of like it's used often, but Adobe Premiere, the Final Cut, that's the movie editor, right? Adobe yeah. Premiere, Adobe Premiere is a close number two, close. Adobe makes a damn good product, and I and I and I use Adobe Premiere on my Mac. So I, I'm more comfortable with it anyways. But the, a lot of the sound engineers, um, they, they use Windows as well. Like the, the thing with Mac over PC, the thing that Mac has above PC is the keystrokes. The keystrokes are way easier, like as far as how quickly to get to things in your design software. <laughs> you can milk anything, huh, Matt? I didn't Did say Matt? that. Oh, Mac said that dirty um believe me i want to just just make your nips available and just <laughs> i wanted a mac but <laughs> just not feasible dude the one i wanted was six grand and i was able to spend yeah, less than remember. four on on this one mac's ridiculous dude how much they charge like for their computers man and then to be so proprietary it... that's what i don't like about the apple software I had an iPhone. It worked. I mean, it worked great. I'm not going to say anything. Avid. Quality, that's but... Avid is like Avid and in, in um, Final Cut are like the industry standard. That's what most Hollywood editors use. Like if you go to f- editing school at Scottsdale, they teach you Avid. But Avid and Premiere kind of go hand in hand. They're essentially yeah. But you know how similar. much you know how much those programs are. Avid is super expensive. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like stupid expensive. I'm not paying them. I get the Creative Suite because I use Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign. Um, I use Premiere, Audition. I use this whole Creative Suite. Adobe calls it, and it's $160 or $200 a year or something like that. So, I'd much rather pay that. In Adobe, you can do some cool shit, dude. On Premiere, I've done some cool stuff. All I know is that the the guys who did um, the deep the deep fakes of Luke Skywalker and like made better ones, mm-hmm. I think Corridor Crew is one of the channels that I saw do it. They used PCs, so I mean it's a viable tool. I mean their PCs are way better than even the one you built. Like they oh, had yeah. thirty they had thirty nineties in there. It's like a fourteen hundred sixteen hundred dollar graphics card alone. But I mean, you got a 3080, like a 12 gigabyte, you know, 3080. That thing is baller. Your PC, it's really good, dude. It's 
and you and he has way more RAM than I've gotten mine. That's part of the reason that yours is more expensive. Gigabytes. And we got you a better P, uh, CPU than mine. I mean, I think yours is only like nine percent faster than mine, but it's like double the threads and stuff. So it should be way like even though it's only like nine percent faster. Well, it what is be he, a what lot do you run? Intel or Ryzen? Ryzen is what he's okay. going to be running. We looked. I looked into the Intel. I I helped him like build it since I know like more of the background on PC. I bought parts. everything he told me to buy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I if did, it sucks, I'm not, gonna be like, oh boy. I did not go outside of his recommendation whatsoever. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> but I looked at Intel, and they were just way more expensive for the CPUs. And I was just doing some research online, and people were like, eh, it's not that big a difference for a you know graphic design, video editing. It's you know just get a good CPU, and you'll be good. And the AMD ones, dude, they're great. Yeah, I think I, I think I might be team red when it comes to CPUs. I'm definitely team green Intel or not Intel. Um, Nvidia, Nvidia for my my graphics cards. But to be fair, I've never. Ha- to be fair, I know Lance is going to say to be fair. To be fair, um, I've never had an AMD GPU. Not against trying it. I just I haven't ever had one. So I'm sure. I'm I've sure I would couple, enjoy. I've owned a couple AMD computers. Well, when I, I meant just the graphics card. So like now that I've oh. gotten more into like building my own, I've only ever had um nvidia graphics cards i've never had an amd graphics card one of these days i'll try one out but they uh weren't available when i was looking so i was gonna ask ish to come on tonight he is gonna come on uh he said a little bit later he said he's gonna be a little bit late so i already talked to him i already took care of that awesome sweet oh you know what though you know what happened this week that made me quite upset Ish said, live long and prosper on my May the 4th post. Dude, I've never gotten so many Star Trek updates <laughs> in one day than I did that day from Ish. <laughs> I, he really? must have invited me to like some Star Trek gr- group. And he kept uh, he kept posting like these like little episode <laughs> reviews or something. I don't know what they were. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. Everywhere I looked, ish, live wrong, long and prosper. He's such a fucking troll, dude. I love him, but he's a troll. <laughs> oh, 100% trolling. 100%. You know, he knew what day it was. And I know Ish likes Star Wars. He's just messing with us. I Does he, it, though? Uh, I guess I should say, I think Ish likes Star Wars. Oh, Patrick. Patrick's throwing the heat, man. Uh-oh. What Patrick Patrick said? is throwing the heat. Oh, jeez, Patrick. I'm a fan of a dog All shit right. franchise. We're not getting into this again. <laughs> uh, your mom says we do. you do realize he's first and foremost a troll, right? Yep. <laughs> You're, okay, you know what? Your mom and I are friends on Facebook. She posts way trollier stuff than Ish does, and I love it. Her posts are like the highlight of my day half the time. They're hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna say this right now, since you guys don't live that far from us. I think I was telling Matt or Lance this. Your Where mom, you guys, and Ish. Oh, they live They're here. In Arizona. I want to do a double oh. date with you guys. We gotta. I wanna. I wanna go out with your mom and Ish one of these days. You guys gotta reach out. We'll hit up dinner or something. Oh man. That's well, what are we? What are we talking about this week? Oh, we got a lot of Doctor stuff going on this Strange. week. I mean, I know what Doctor we're talking St- about. I'm just Doctor Strange Love. Yeah. We're going to see if we could do a spoil-free review of Doctor Strangelove, but it's probably not going to work. <laughs> I only said spoiler-free because it just came out, and like there's an embargo on it until like Tuesday of next week where you're not supposed to be posting spoilers online. 
I know oh, people really? still are anyways. I mean, we didn't sign a freaking embargo. No, you don't have to. It just I just know that there is one out there. Um, they've been spoiling it for the last two weeks. They've been they spoiled it with the trailers, but I agree. Anyways, um, yeah, we'll get more into that. Yeah, let's get into a little bit of geek news tonight. Geek news. There, there, Put your fucking yeah. headphones on and listen to some geek news. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, starting off tonight, the creator of The Room and all-around mystery man Tommy Wiseau is back in the news making a play for another franchise. He started by saying, I want to her in the next Batman movie. And now he's moved on to reaching out to Marvel and requesting to be put into the Star Wars franchise. He reached out to Marvel. <laughs> well, to Disney request- Marvel. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he reached out to Disney because he wants to be in the Star Wars franchise. You know what? I'm going to reach out You're to DC. You're killing me, Darth. I'm going to reach out to DC and ask if I can be in the Marvel universe. Let's see how that goes. I mean, reaching out to Marvel now, is a little bit better. Than, when sorry. he says he reached out to somebody at Disney, was it like one of the people that work at the park? Or He didn't really reach out to someone at Disney. He just All he did was tweet, tweet. at him and say, Hey, yo, Cinderella. <laughs> all he didn't know, he, he tweeted, You're tearing me apart, Star Wars. Don't be chicken. Put me in your universe. Love you all. TW. Tommy you Wilson. know what? Oh, hi, I don't think he's a very good actor. but uh, Oh, no, he's not. That's why we him- love him. Well, yeah, I'm, I was just going to say, room put him is an put iconic him in cult classic movie. It, make it him makes me sad movie. that Film Bar is gone because there was nothing better than going to Film Bar and watching this film and, and interacting with the crowd. It's This movie is like right there with Rocky Horror Picture Show as far as like f- crowd interaction. So... I'm I've so never sad. seen this movie. I've You've know never I seen the room. I oh, did you watch the, the? Did you watch the uh, the James Franco? What would you call that? A not a parody. I didn't because I wanted to see the room before I watched the. It's an movie. absolute train wreck of a movie, but it's so good. The room it's, or the parody? Both. Well, the the room itself, the movie, the room itself. Yeah, which I've what's heard. Such what's a bad the parody game, called? Train. Disaster um, artist, I believe. Yeah, the disaster artist. Such a great movie. It is. It is very no, good. and I've heard the room is one of those like it's so bad it's good kind of movies. I really need to really need to check it out. But it, yeah, it's it's so bad that it's fantastic. If you ever want to watch a man fuck a chick's belly button, check out the room. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's All it's right. there's a, supposed to be a sex scene where he's having sex with his girlfriend. But he's so high up that it looks like he's like humping her belly button. Oh, because, and like the camera's like not, yeah. Yeah, well, because he was so adamant to get his ass in the shot of, for the movie that he's like humping her belly button. It's really? so Jeez. bad. It's Jeez, it's Louise. great. That's kind of funny. Yeah, it's 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 almost like how can you make something so bad and not have done it on purpose? Well, dude, like he really thought he was making Citizen Kane. Yeah, he, well, hi Mark. I know that. I know that much. Oh, hi, but it's Mark. it's the the yeah. Oh hi Mark. <laughs> oh hi Johnny. You're my favorite customer. So good. Or uh, she got so beat up by a couple guys and they had to take her to a hospital on Guerrero Street. <laughs> Funny story, Mark. <laughs> 
a chick getting beat up is a funny story. But yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's it's so good. If you have nothing better to do this weekend, dial up the room. You can find it pretty much anywhere online. You can find it on the interwebs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's why they call it the best worst movie ever made. That and <laughs> Troll Two. Troll Two is another one. If you've never seen Troll Two, I, I haven't. But I, I don't think I've seen that one. I thought you said Trolls Two for a minute. That's oh, what I was troll. thinking. I was like. I mean, I don't think I saw Trolls 2, but it can't be that bad. Anna Kendrick is a treasure. Nah, it's not that one. (laughs) I figured as much. You don't piss on hospitality. That's all you get to know from that. So is there a Troll 1? Yeah, it's Yeah, but it's like... Yes, see, your mom knows. Your mom knows. Troll 2 is fucking magical. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You don't piss on hospitality. I'm going to have to tighten my belt one more notch so I don't have to feel the hunger pains. So you like those movies better than, um, what's the other one that Ish loves? Oh, Hudson Hawk? Yeah. Hudson Hawk's a dumpster fire dog shit. So you can't find any redeeming qualities in that one? No. See, but like you like you compared it a minute. I guess you only compared it as far as fan interaction. Rocky Horror Picture Show is a good a good movie no no rocky horror picture shows a fantastic movie but i'm just talking like the interaction like when you go to a viewing of the room it's every picture frame in the movie there's no pictures in it they're all spoons they're all (laughs) pictures of spoons so every time you see a picture frame in a shot people throw spoons at the screen oh okay so that is like rocky horror you throw a toast in rocky horror yeah and there's always like there's like five or six tracking shots of the golden gate bridge and it's the same shot used every time so like when they show it people will go 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 and like start cheering as it's like panning across so like yeah there's all kinds of like it's like so a, it's a an very experience interactive movie yeah it's i used experience. to i don't know if i've ever said it on i feel show, like I, go ahead i i used to be a part of a rocky horror uh picture show um like group it was called come as you are oh nice and and uh i probably seen rocky horror more than 300 350 times wow love that movie i can quote most of it (laughs) i was about to say that like i would uh i i would probably love going to like a group screening of princess bride now i know princess bride is like a very well-loved movie not princess bride is largely considered one of the greatest movies ever made yeah i agree i was just as far as story like it's just a complete yeah yeah absolutely that's what i'm saying it doesn't it's not a really apt comparison because you guys mm-hmm. are talking about be- well, Rocky Horror isn't a bad movie. Rocky Horror is a cult classic. It's a cult like, classic. It's a whereas Princess movie. Bride is a cult classic, but also like a well-renowned movie at this point. Anyways, I would I'm love to saying, go to a public screening of that. Do yourself Everyone. a favor, man. Inconceivable, and watch, and, yeah. watch the room. And have you ever seen this. um? Have you ever seen Phantom of the Paradise, Matt? No, dude. Okay, so Phantom of the Paradise came out a year before Rocky Horror. And I may like that movie better than Rocky Horror. It's Phantom of the Opera, but it's a it's a spin on it. It's a rock, like a, it's very very similar movies. But it's well, now this, I want to uh, see that. That sounds great. I love it's Phantom this of the rock Opera. Rock club, rock club that that uh, this guy like creates this hit song. Someone steals it. This guy Faust steals it. Like uh, Phantom of the Paradise is. I have it, Max, on Blu-ray. You should come watch nice. it. I don't have it digitally, but it's so good. I want to say that they 
that the two movies share like producers or something like that. I it's just it's he's just trying to hold on for all he can and stay in any franchise, but it wants to be relevant, dude. If I saw Tommy Wiseau as a stormtrooper, I'd be stoked. I would lose my mind. So I'm all for it. Let's go, Tommy. Get Tommy Wiseau in Star Wars. Start a petition for that. <laughs> Fuck this Amber Heard petition to be removed from Aquaman 2. Who cares about that? Yeah, yeah. you can't Start really remove somebody Tommy from Wiseau filmed movie. in Star Wars. Did you just ask Max to Netflix and chill? <laughs> <laughs> I think he did solo. Max is tra- or uh, Matt's trying to steal my man. No, I'm good. <laughs> get, get in on your territory. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Yeah, look how fucking. Let me show you this real quick. Can I share my screen? No, you cannot. Well, I'm doing. It's it against the rules. Look how fucking awesome that is. This is fan. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's that it's looks the awful. It that was the seventies guy. Or no, when did this come out? Uh, fair enough. It's an old. It's an older movie. I can give it a pass. It's very old. <laughs> it's not. It came out two years before, or a year or two before Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah. nineteen seventy four. This movie, nineteen seventy five. Rocky Horror. But this is uh, this is Brian De Palma, who is a very renowned director. It's a great movie. But because it came out so soon before Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror kind of overshadows it. So it doesn't get the same, like Rocky Horror just became like a mainstay in like American culture. And Your mom likes Phantom gets, of the Paradise. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking good. So good. And the music is fucking some, dude, the soundtrack is so fucking good. I don't know what else to say. It's a great movie. <laughs> but all right, moving on. We got the for we got a first look at Ob- the deep. Obi-Wan trailer. I haven't had a chance to watch this yet. It's not that deep. Made it's like forward. 20 seconds longer than the original one. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does give more detail. And I Doesn't think it, it looks... come out in like a few weeks? A few or weeks. Something? Yeah. The same weekend episodes. as Phoenix Comic Con. Or sorry, Phoenix Fan Fusion. Yeah, don't get us sued, bro. Yeah. <laughs> By the San but Diego's. I'm still afraid, like. This is going to be, this show is going to be like 15% of him off world gallivanting. The rest of the time, he's going to be on Tatooine looking at watching Luke Skywalker through his little binoculars. And then Uncle Owen checks in every day to tell him how much he sucks at his job. Yeah, dude. After yeah, that Moon, was. Go ahead, Max. That was the most crushing part of the trailer is when Obi Wan's basically telling, you know, Uncle Owen, I need to train Luke. And he's like, well, how did that turn out for his father or something like that? Like, Just like oof. you trained his father? And I was ooh. like, ooh, sick burn. Ow, that is a burn. Let me get you a Darth Vader suit, sir. I don't know, man. Like, after Moon Knight, I don't know. Disney Plus needs, they promised us these big cinematic moments. So I hope this delivers. I really do. Well, I think uh, most of their stuff has. Moon I think Knight one. bad, dude. I know one bad show doesn't mean that Disney Plus is what Two bad, bad shows. What was the other? You're forgetting Book of Boba Fett. Fett. Oh no, Book of Boba Fett was mostly bad, but they had some amazing episodes. As soon as Mandalorian season three starts, I know. (laughs) I saw someone talking about that, and they were complaining about it. I'm like, but those are the two best episodes. (laughs) Like the ones that he's not in are the two best episodes, right? No, I like series called Book of Boba Fett, and 
Best so, episodes are ones he's not even part of. It's Book of well, Boba Fett featuring Mandalorian. <laughs> well, that's what it was. People were um, comparing it to, and we're not going to talk too long about Halo, but the fact that this episode didn't have Master Chief in it this week. It did, I'm like, but like a hallucination. Yeah, but no, yeah, it did, but didn't. But just the idea of, yeah, it's annoying when you don't have the main character in the show. I'm like, yeah, it's worse on Boba Fett, though, when the show is named after him and he's not in it. Halo is not the name of Master Chief. You know, <laughs> it's like Zelda. It's okay to have other characters. Like Walking Dead does spin-off episodes all the time, and that's fine. The game is called Zelda, and she's in like 20% of the game, I think. It's true. <laughs> I think it's because it always started as him going to rescue Zelda. But yeah, it is funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're gonna play as Zelda. No, you play as Link. Yeah, I still think that's funny out of all the over all these years, how people still think that Link, Link is, is Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. Nope. And how is it the legend of Zelda if Zelda's still alive? I mean, it can still be a legend while you're alive. But what did she I mean, do to Elton make a John's legend? a legend. He's still what? kicking. John Legend's a legend. There you go. Even better. <laughs> no, but what did she do that's the legend? She's just a know. hot princess. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't She's pay attention hot. to Zelda lore. She's a hot princess. Well, she's she's 2D computer generated, so I, I that's why I put hot and and it feels like every game Link wakes up with like some sort of amnesia, who doesn't remember who he is. So, yeah. yep. Can I just say I, I haven't looked in the comments for a couple of minutes. Your mom is being so aggressive wow. because we said we didn't like Moon Knight. I Moon love Knight, it. keep up Moon that Knight, passion. Moon Knight had some good episodes I liked. It had mostly bad episodes. We'll talk so. about it when we get to Moon Knight. Yeah, we'll, yeah. but. I figured Max would have more on Obi Wan, but we'll move on. I'm just no, I'm excited about it. Well, we kept getting sidetracked. <laughs> it's true. I'm uh, super excited about Obi Wan. I just uh, I don't feel like the trailer showed much new that we hadn't seen in the original trailer. Personally, unless there's some other trailer I didn't see. The one I watched was a minute twenty eight seconds. How bad so, his? Uh, how bad the Inquisitors look? Yeah, uh, we have I not talked about that on the show? And how? When Not they a fan play like the Darth Vader breathing noise, it looks like Obi Wan's about to shit his pants. <laughs> he got that like he he gambled on a fart and lost look on his face. <laughs> I um, don't know. I'm really excited for the show. I just, how many uh, episodes is it? I think it's gonna six. be six. First oh, two are coming out on the 27th. Wish they would stop fucking doing that. Oh, they're releasing two. At on the once? first on the 27th and then i think there's going to be a week break before they release anymore oh and then it'll be once a week <laughs> your mom says maybe we'll get an ob1 musical number i'd be okay with that <laughs> you know what the, the man can sing let's do it i mean I every show has to have a musical number now right um absolutely yeah when our musical number will be in a few weeks I mean, we did one last year, so we do need a musical episode this year. Again. What's our musical number in a few weeks? Oh, oh, I'm saying we're going to talk about it. Oh, all right. We're going to talk about oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe someone else online can call us liars. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, what was that about? Yeah, I still don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Probably because you put title that Elon Musk was buying us for 45 cents. You fucking liars. I'm too dead to see if Elon Musk was actually buying the show. Everything liars. I read on the internet needs to be true. 
no such thing as sarcasm and jokes, you fucking liars. <laughs> if I would see you in public or at a convention, I'm going to tackle you, you fucking liars. Um, well, I really wish they would stop doing the six-episode thing. I love yeah, because it feels right. It, it really feels nice. Like, and understand like the budget. Like, it's Disney. Yeah, but still, budget constraints should not be a thing. <laughs> you're not getting a shit ton of money from Disney. I mean, you're putting they're putting what Hollywood sides budgets into these six episode shows, and you're not getting that return on investment. You don't, you know, you, you don't have people flocking by the Disney- thousands to your local theater to pay 15 to 16 dollars to watch this movie disney and disney plus disney has had more subscriber growth than any of the other streaming networks i think well yeah but i'm just saying like you're their subscriber monthly subscription fee is far less than watching the uh, uh, paying for a ticket at a movie theater yeah so you're not making that return on investment isn't made through theater sales. It's made through merchandising. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's, it's a which you don't think Disney, you don't think Disney's going to make a ton of money off Moon Knight merchandise now? Um, maybe, but it shows you that merchandising is the name of the game when it comes to Obi Wan. Because on Star Wars Day, what did they announce? A new Vader helmet and a oh, did new they? Force Effects um, Obi Wan oh, lightsaber. You know, it's funny. Know, you know how and, little well, and in an Ahsoka um, special edition lightsaber that was only six thousand made and it okay. sold out instantly. I think you all know I love Star Wars, but you know how little I pay attention to like certain details. I didn't know until like a week or two ago that there are different Vader costumes in every Vader appearance. I had I no idea that. that it was slightly different, like every time. Yeah, it's like slightly different in every movie. And I, I mean, they're not big differences, but it's like, and I, I think like his, his uh, cape one goes over his shoulders in one, and it doesn't go over his cape oh. in another. And his, I don't know, like the. I thought you were gonna say one movie he's wearing spanks, the other movie he's wearing <laughs> no. like black See, jeans. Next I agree with Solo. Wearing, like jorts. Solo says I'm okay with six episodes long as as long as each episode is a solid hour of content, not twenty fucking minutes and then ten minutes of credit. Yeah, I do. I agree there. Or, like, make it six episodes, but make every episode, like, count for something. Like, I felt like Moon Knight, three of the episodes probably could have been condensed into one, and then we could have gotten more Moon Knight in other episodes. Would you quit calling it Moon Knight? It's, it's, the, it's the adventures it's Mark of Mark and, and Steven's Mark. excellent Egyptian adventure. There you go. <laughs> Featuring. Now Bill, now Bill we will talk about that, that more later. Featuring Kanchu. That's that's what it should be. But Obi-Wan, May 27th, be there. Unless you're at Phoenix Fan Fusion, then watch at your leisure. The Wonder Twins movie that got announced a few weeks ago. And <laughs> this had, cracks me up, dude. Um, this is funny to me, too. Ar- the, you know, I think his name is J.K. Appa, the kid who plays Archie in uh, Riverdale, attached to play one of the twins, is dead. The Warner Brothers. No, no. Appa's not dead. The movie. Yeah, I was dead. like, wait. <laughs> yeah, the movie. Yeah, sorry. Let me rephrase. He's not dead. The Archie movie. is and you alive wonder and why, well, folks. You wonder why we get comments saying liars. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but it's hysterical because just two weeks ago, Max and I spent 15 minutes talking about the casting news. Yeah. And then well, two weeks later, canceled. 
You know what? Which though, we were see... actually looking forward to it because the girl from 1883 was also cast in it. But I yeah. mostly see this as an absolute win. You want to know why? Because you're on the absolute I... geek. Uh, no, <laughs> it's in your contract that you have to work the word absolute into as many things as you, you know, can while you're on. That's the show. actually just a funny coincidence. I was quoting Hulk from uh, Endgame, <laughs> but uh, no, the reason I see this as a as a potential positive is because you know DC has this habit of announcing too much crap and like really far ahead of time and it doesn't come out or it's really bad when it does or whatever and i feel like with discovery taking them over maybe they're kind of trying to get rid of that crap and just let's only announce quality projects and only release quality projects like i know not everything they come out with going forward is going to be good i'm just hoping that this is like a turn in the direction of dc yeah, I, oh. I think it is because I was re- just reading an article the other day about um, – so J.J. Abrams, I think they were doing a movie with a black Superman. Is that correct? Yeah, well, I'd heard yeah. something about that, yeah. And the guy, the guy around, turned but... in the, the – guy tur- whoever wrote the script turned it in, and now they're saying that that same script could be actually used for Henry Cavill. Oh, really? Yeah. So I mean, Warner I'm Brothers... fine if you want to do a black Superman, but we need – Dude, I, I don't Henry think – Henry Cavill, man. I don't think Pretty Henry Cavill's coming back, dude. I think that's done. I honestly think that's done. Because I don't know. different I different was, bosses, so. dude. Like they could maybe they see the value in it. Like everybody I don't I've never met one person like yes, people there's people that don't like the Man of Steel movie, but I don't know one single person that doesn't like Henry Cavill as Superman. I've, I've, I've uh, never I met don't. Him. You didn't like him as Superman? No. Oh, I love I it. knew as soon as you said that, Matt was gonna say he didn't. I knew that was coming. Can you tell me why? Um, I don't like the movies. I don't like his portrayal of the character. I feel like his tone, his portrayal, and the way he approaches the character are all vastly inaccurate. I yeah, like his portrayal. If, if I like it. I, I like, don't like the story. I can I can agree with you there. I, I don't like the story. Christopher Reeves has been the essential Superman, and nobody has come close to touching the character oh okay okay if that's the argument we're using then i completely agree christopher reeves is the is the best superman that's ever played superman i wish i grew up watching those movies i didn't see the superman movies until i was an adult so i just don't have that attachment to christopher reeves like it's my first like experience with superman was the cartoons and then smallville Yes, so but I if just you watch like, the cartoons, if you watch the cartoons, you should see the similarities to Christopher Reeves because it's like literally the same. Like as far as the way. The oh, I do, and I I like Christopher Reeves. I'm not I'm not trying Cavill to say that. Sucks. Say he's bad. I like Cavill. He's I love. I I like I Cavill. Great. But what I like about Tom Welling, because Tom Welling was obviously more Clark Kent than he was ever Superman, is they kind of wrote Smallville in a way to. It kind of Matt's bridged a that commie. gap. <laughs> Proof it's a nice it's it's nice. kind of a a bridge between the Christopher Reeves and the in the it has more of that campiness feel to it, and you can see kind of the same demeanor I see, between I the disagree. two. I think the kid who's playing him on Lois, uh, um, the, Tyler Hochin. Yes, he's the closest thing to the Christopher Reeves Superman we've got, and he should be the Superman that DC is moving forward with on the big screen. I would love that. I would dump Henry I like Cavill him. for him. 
I Lo- Lois and I like Superman. Him. Lois and Superman is fucking awesome. I love that show. I may like it better than Smallville, and I was a big Smallville fan. These comments are depressing me. Well, freaking Cavill is freaking not love a Cavill. Superman, dude. I I like Cavill as Superman. I don't. Lance, I don't or under- Max and Lance, your bias is showing. Why my bias is I'm showing? Just, I'm just saying. I have agreed with everything you said, <laughs> even before I say it. Sometimes. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Tyler Hoechlin's fantastic. I liked Tom Welling. I like Christopher Rees, and I like Henry Cavill. I like them all. The one I didn't like so much was Brandon Routh. Until he be, he was uh, yeah, Kingdom Come. come. I don't yeah, that was awesome. Sh- he didn't even get a fair shake at it though. That that's true. Yeah, but that whole movie. It's hard to like him in the role when the whole movie is by far the worst Superman movie. Thank ever you, made. Patrick. Finally, someone with some sense. I haven't watched Witcher, but Cavill I really like Cavill is a great uh, Superman. He, he is dope as Witcher. Dude, he's and he's so the most broody. handsome man he's on planet. Not... I'd potentially go gay for but that that's, man. That's Zack Snyder, dude. That's not no. Henry Cavill. What is? What is? But still, the broodiness. It's, the, it's just the whole... Dude, he's broody in everything. Like, no, I don't he's think broody I can do man from Uncle. Man from Uncle is a fucking awesome movie. I don't find Same. him broody at all. He's and then even when, was in, um, even when he was in... Even when he was in... Like Enola Holmes, like I don't see him as Rudy. I fucking hate Superman, and I'm sitting here defending this. And see, I hate Superman. Funny? I, I don't like really Superman. like Superman, and I think that's why I like Cavill so much. Because the thing I don't like, like I liked the show Smallville, but I had the thing I hated about it the most is the Boy Scout nature of Superman and the unwillingness to do anything slightly like gray. That like he, that's the part that I compare to Christopher Reeves is is that that's he what was I such don't a Boy Scout. like. I love it, dude. I love that he is. He he's 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 like Captain America in the movies, but without like Captain America has a little bit more edge to him in the in the MCU. Yeah, and that's that's what I've never liked about Superman. He's just never been realistic. I love it, dude. But he's I love that's why I like Henry Cavill because Henry Cavill's take and the way it's written is more relatable because he's actually he feels more human. He makes he's he actually fallible. He's fallible. Superman is a hero for the people, not all American. I I, I understand, but. What I'm trying to say is that you have so many superheroes that have these like personality flaws and like things about them that just don't make them perfect. And you can have one that is simply perfect. Like he's supposed to be like Christ practically. Like that's <laughs> kind of how he's written. You know what I mean? Like like a yeah. savior. Yeah. I I love it, but. I don't think I would love it if every superhero was written that way. You know what I mean? But I think there's room for one that's just infallible. I don't know. I've always loved Superman. Superman's one of my favorite heroes. But Wonder Twin, sadly, isn't the only one feeling the knife when it comes to the Warner Brothers Discovery merger. What else? Apparently, they're canceling um, Batwoman is done. Oh, the show. Legends of Tomorrow is done. Not apparently. That's gone. All it looks like all Flash is fine. It sounds like Flash is going into its final season. Yeah, Supergirl is, is over. Supergirl's over. But so I think the all they're left. But that wasn't Lois Discovery. And that was no, no. But that was no, just no, that was before the Discovery. I mean, they, but yeah, Supergirl had a decent run. If you look, I think it was five, six seasons. Like, like that's not bad. The uh, the only show that's surviving is Superman and Lois. Well, and and Doom Patrol, Titans. Well, well, that's CW. I'm talking. CW only. Yeah, and Superman and Lois Superman and Lois is probably the one show that is furthest connected to the Arrowverse. 
out of all those shows. Well, I don't know about Batwoman. I never watched it, and so I, I frankly don't. Batwoman is just a bad show. But Superman and Lois, like they could move that to HBO Max, no problem. Not make any reference to Arrowverse. They haven't yet. It's been completely standalone, and it works. And it, even the tone is different in this show than the than the other Arrowverse shows. All right, guys. If this is a current event, I should be aware of. Let me know what the f is Solo Wiki talking about. Christopher My Reed, Superman Christopher can fall Reed. off a horse. Oh. Christopher Reeves, dude, fell off a That's horse. Right. He was he was a paraple- uh, paralegic. That's right. Para- paraplegic. Paraplegic. That's... Thanks, dude. I knew That's I wasn't right. saying it right when I said That's it. That's right. He fell off a horse, and okay. That's why in that Smallville episode, he's he's uh, in the wheelchair and stuff. Yeah. No, I knew that. I just forgot. I was like, is there some current event thing about a horse? Now I get it. Not but current event. That was like the, years I mean, and years ago. We've talked about the merger before. Um, past couple weeks but with the merger they say they want their own their own version of kevin feige they're going to they want more singular movies that are not connected like the batman and joker um (laughs) movies like that they don't want i don't i don't see them continuing this snyder verse like i think you're gonna get flash and then that'll be done you're you're gonna get aquaman 2 and i think that's going to be done. They don't want to get off the Jason Momoa train. I don't think Jason Momoa is going to not play Aquaman. I think they're going to continue having him play Aquaman, but it's not. I think they're going to change the tone, and it's not going to be part of. It's not going to follow this Snyderverse storyline. But think I think they've get, already started moving. I think. I think that's happening with the Flash. I think the Flash is going to reset everything and give them kind of like a fresh start because. Why else would you start with basically the Flashpoint Paradox as your first Flash movie? Well, because they wrote themselves in a corner when they did Batman v Superman and Flash's showing yeah, up. I, I think it's going to reset everything because they don't want to ditch Zachary Levi. They don't want to ditch Jason Momoa. They don't want to ditch... Well, they may want to ditch Ezra Miller. Well, yeah, but, I think uh, they might um, want to ditch him. Nah, he threatened to choke him, so they're, they're all scared <laughs> of him. And... and of a few articles I've read, sounds like they want Henry Cavill. Walked into the, the meeting and said, "You want to fire me?" and started throwing chairs. And, <laughs> but I think Ben Affleck's done. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, Ben Affleck is is super done. I wish I that think, wasn't yeah. the case. I Flash wish that wasn't the case, but his final. Yeah, I'd be okay. Like. I don't know. The Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson was really good, but there have been so many freaking Batman movies and there's so many other characters. Like, how is there? How many Batman movies are there? A there's lot. A lot. Four from Tim there's, Burton and Schum- Schumacher, right? Or five? Well, there's the two Burtons, and I want to say there's three Batman, Robin, Batman Forever, and Batman, Ro- Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, and what else? I think there's only there two. Only I thought that was it. Schumacher. So we'll just yeah, we'll just say it's four. Yeah. We'll just say it's four. Then you got the three Dark Knights, so that's no, no, it's only three. And you got Adam West. Or two you got an Adam West movie in there. Yeah, yeah. So okay, Batman. so now we have eight. Then you have um Batman versus Superman, which you could pretty much call a Batman movie. Then you have the Batman. So we're at ten Batman movies. And we haven't had a single Flash movie. Like think of all the characters. Yeah. Think no, of all the characters. Give that are Green there. Lantern another shot. Flash. I mean, there's a lot of characters out there that haven't been given a fair shake. 
And I love Batman. And Batman's like my favorite superhero, which I know is super cliche. But I love Batman, but I'm let's let's give someone else the stage. I'd say after this rotten Pat Robert Pattinson trilogy, I'd be okay with a break for a while from Batman. Yeah, I was really kind of surprised when they announced the Pattinson one. Like I surprised. wasn't surprised about the the Batfleck because he was in, you know, Batman v Superman. They were trying to build this universe. But then when they came out, we were like, yeah, we're just rebooting. I'm like, wait, what? It's I, not, I couldn't it's believe not it. a reboot because he's going to be in Flashpoint. Or I, don't, I don't know. Not Pattinson. No, Ben Affleck. So, so that's what I'm saying. Reboot, like they reboot. Well, the Pattinson thing is a reboot. The Pattinson thing only came about because Affleck walked away. Yeah. I I know that that well, does like the Pattinson thing isn't part of the, you know, Snyderverse or whatever, but it's a reboot of the Batman character. That's what I mean. Their track yeah, record, though, you got to look. You look at track record, man. And the Joker did really well, won an Oscar. The Batman did really well. Who knows about Oscar buzz for that? We'll have to wait till next year. Until next year, I think year. it'll it'll get some cinematography but, buzz at least. Yeah, but not best actor. They're even as universally as loved was. movies. Those are universally Probably. loved movies where Justice League controversial. Batman v Superman, controversial. Not, I, I mean, controversial in the fact that like it's so split on love and hate. Um, I love Batfleck. I love Ben Affleck as Batman. Like he was fucking. He's still my favorite Batman. It's just I love him dog shit writing and dog shit direction. But, I got really I, uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion. They did. I I want to say it was um, Anthony did a panel about who is the best Batman, and all these fucking people that don't know what the hell they're talking about christian bale christian bale christian bale the movies were good ben affleck is a better batman than christian bale i'm here to tell i I say it every chance i get if heath ledger never died those batman movies would not get the clout they get today well i think the dark all right i've got admin privileges come on (laughs) what do do you mean come Come on. on no the dark knight rises I don't care for that movie because I think Bane is bad. I don't like what they did with the Robin narrative. There's a lot of things I don't like about that movie. I like the Dark Knight simply because Heath Ledger did an amazing job. Whether exactly. he died or not, I think he did a great job. But he is the reason why that movie is good. None of these movies are good because of Christian Bale. And Christian Bale is a phenomenal a- actor. I don't know if you've seen, was it The Machinist he was in? Listen, I'm a huge Christian Bale fan. Bale fan. He's a great actor, but when I look at him, I don't see Batman. No. Ben Ben Affleck is when he put on that suit and when he was dressed as Bruce Wayne and everything, that's everything I, I picture Batman being. He had the size, he had the he had the demeanor perfect. Like it like he took shit writing and you walk away from that movie and you're like, Oh yeah, Ben Affleck was the best part of that movie. Despite the shit writing, yeah, that scene I when, when uh, they go man. into like the drug house or whatever, and he's up in the corner, oh man, and he pounces on people. Cool. It's one of the f- coolest fucking scenes. Or the scene when they're in the train station, and all these I really people are shooting shooting at him. Those yeah. are cool scenes, man. I really you think Snyder very little storytelling in those. <laughs> I really think Snyder could have done a good Batman movie, like a solo Batman movie. No. Zack Snyder, I don't, yeah. No. I don't. I, no. I I understand he wasn't the right fit for Superman, and for you know Justice League. But a Batman movie, like with how his, dark of a tone he goes for, I think he could have done a good job. His writing just comes off as 
corny as shit, man. Like, Army of the Dead works. I like Army. Is it Army of the Dead? Yeah. I like Army of the Dead because it has a certain amount of campiness to it. So his shit writing actually actually lifts the campiness. But he's a campy writer. Like, the stuff, that whole Martha line. And I know that that's picked up on a lot, the Martha line. But that is bad, bad writing. It's horrible writing. And that is the most egregious example of it in those movies. But all the writing kind of follows along that same just people don't say things like this. He doesn't understand the human condition very well, in my opinion. And that's the same with Sucker Punch. That's the same with with Watchmen. Watchmen pissed me off. I hated Watchmen. Um, I love the show. I hated the movie. Should we have a weekly segment where you guys just hate on Snyder and I have to no, disagree? No, it's, it's not hating. We talk like, about it all the time because it's <laughs> it's easy. It's it's low hanging fruit, man. It really is. But at this point, it's hating what, on the Snyder versus just low hanging fruit. What easy I will say, what I will say, is that visually, a lot of his visual stuff is stunning. Sucker Punch to look at is a stunning movie. Like Batman versus Superman, there's some stunning scenes in it. So c- cinematically, it's one of like, my favorite movies to watch on 4K because dude, is his best pretty. superhero movie he did hands down is Watchmen, and after that, everything else has been shit. But sorry, but you, you have sorry. to you ha- you have to admit, as far as like behind the camera and visually speaking, like if you took out the storyline and you just saw the visuals, they're very visually appealing movies. Um, that's, but that's done with a but good he's not a storytelling no but he 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 is operating the camera a lot like if you watch him in the army of the dead he shot every scene if you watch the behind the scenes he's sitting there with the camera and he is operating the camera it's not like other directors that are sitting behind a chair and other people are operating the cameras and he's watching everything on the screen he's operating the camera so that's him the cinematography stuff is him Movie and, magic. And he's well, very he's involved good in it, but yeah, he's unless very not, good unless at it. you're there to watch it and see it with your own eyes. Don't don't believe it. <laughs> well, I mean, All half I know, of what we watch in most of these movies isn't there; it's digitally rendered. Yeah, but all, all I know, all all I know is that a lot of his movies have that same visual aesthetic to them. Like they're very similar, and it looks beautiful. The storytelling is shit. If he made a movie where somebody else wrote the story. I think it would potentially be a very good movie. And he doesn't he, he doesn't he doesn't lean on like Michael Bay who has visually like expensive movies, right? Like he always puts explosions in his movies and stuff. They're not like cheap visual effects like Michael Bay does where he uses the same car scene in like three movies and then just CGI's different cars on them and stuff. <laughs> Did you know yeah. that? Did you know that he reuses scenes from his other movies like movies that we saw transformers has the same car scene i think as bad boys really yeah i didn't know that he reuses scenes um i don't know i i again low-hanging fruit dude what's next i'm trying to give a little bit of uh all i'm trying to get at is it's boring podcasting we talk about this all the time let's just move on (laughs) Square Enix, up for sale. Thoughts, Max? Yeah. So, um, point of clarification: it's not it's not all of Square Enix. 
it's basically like i don't know i think it's like they're canada and like i don't know exactly where all the studios are based but it's it's the studios that make deus ex tomb raider the ones that made guardians of the galaxy um it's like a few other studios uh, the ones that made the Avengers so they're good game. games uh no i mean those are there 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 are some good it's games crystal dynamics sure. they're square enix montreal um studio and that's pretty much it so they're square enix is basically make. consolidating and selling off their they're selling off their triple a ips yeah and the ones that they've consistently over the years said aren't profitable for them which is crazy because they're really or they maybe they don't maybe they don't say unprofitable they say they underperformed so basically what square enix is keeping is like their japanese stuff is what it seems like like all the final fantasy stuff and I'm trying to think of what else Square Enix does. That's so, my favorite stuff is the oh, Kingdom Hearts. Like, you know, Final Fantasy is my favorite thing that Square does. But yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember the company that bought because it's not just that they're for sale. Like they've been bought other than like it needs to go through legally. Who? Square Enix. Like these studios were purchased. It just needs to go through legally. So was it Sony? Because the last thing I read was no, Sony was buying them. It was some other company. I cannot think of who it is. I'd have to Google it. I, they, they're a company that owns a ton of other studios. Like, but it's not studios? Sony. It's not Microsoft. Yeah, they own some good studios. But let's just see here. Who bought Embrace Crystal? Okay, I think it's Embrace. Yeah, I think Embracer. you're right. Embracer. Embracer Group acquires. Yeah, Embracer Group. I'm just trying to think of what else they own. But so they own Sony, Gearbox. Sony apparently was that's making it. A play that's for huge. It. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they? It's, they're good IPs. I mean, there's it's stuff worth having on your platform, and they're talented studios. Like this doesn't buy them Guardians, because that's like a license thing. But it, it but gives them the studio it. that made it. I mean, I'm it just saying, Square Enix must really want it out of the Western gaming because 300 million for that all this is those studios is a steal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. When I was Elon trying to say American and Canadian, but billion. Western gaming. That's I'm surprised. Right I'm surprised Microsoft or or Sony didn't make a play for it. They might have, and I don't know. Maybe this. Maybe they just didn't want to pay for it because they seem to be the ones that are just trying to snatch up everything they possibly can. You know, and I'm especially surprised Microsoft didn't make a bigger play and like end up winning because Crystal Dynamics right now is has been helping significantly on the um um. Eternal, perfect dark. There we go. That's the word. The perfect dark game. Um, so I'm kind of surprised that they weren't just like, you know what? Let's just buy them out and have them, you know, be one of our studios. But I don't know. Microsoft's bought a lot, so maybe they're taking a little bit of a break from buying so many companies. Like Legacy or uh, Tomb Raider. Like that's a huge property. It is just that they just sold. And so is Deus Ex. I don't even know what that is. I've heard of Legacy of Cain. But Deuce Deuce X, right? Deus, Deus, Deus X. X. Deus it, X. Yeah, it's a it's like a cyberpunk vibe type series. I've played a little bit of it. It's pretty good. I like it. So Square Enix also stated that it would remain publisher for Life is Strange, Outrider, and Just Cause, implying that they are not included in the sale. Interesting. I don't know what studios made those games. <laughs> Square Enix. Well, Square Enix is the publisher. 
Yeah. Oh. And it's only certain studios that were bought. So I'm not, and I'm not sure which studios those are. Well, I, well, I know it's Montreal and, and Crystal Dynamics, but I don't know why, but with these, these are studios that I can't like off the top of my head, name every game that they've made. Like, and I don't know which studio is, you know, which studio makes just like, cause. Well, off like the top that. of my head, event, the most recent Avengers game. Yeah. Avengers, Guardians, Guardians Galaxy, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Deus Ex. Deus Ex, the Deus Ex series. So yeah. the same people that made Avengers made Guardians? No. No. Oh, what did I just hear then? What are different studios under the same umbrella? So Crystal Dynamics made Guardians or Avengers. Eidos Montreal made Guardians. Oh, I was gonna say, how does one suck? And, and the other both one's good? of those, <laughs> and both of those were bought. Well, Crystal Dynamics that made Avengers also made the Tomb Raider games. Like they're a very good studio, but they did a horrible job on Avengers. Like I don't know what they were thinking with that game trying to make it this game as a service thing when they should have made a, a story driven single player game. Like, so it says here, crystal dynamics partnered with the initiative to work on the upcoming perfect dark yes. reboot. So that's what I was just talking about. But yeah. So yeah, I was just, I was expanding on what you said. Yeah, but does enough. the initiative, is that the one that owns the rights to perfect dark or does crystal dynamics dynamics? And no, no, no. Microsoft, Microsoft owns crystal or owns perfect dark and the initiative is one of their studios that they created like five years ago okay so crystal crystal dynamics could just leave the project uh i don't think so because there's like a contract i'm sure but but yeah like the i think the studio head for crystal dynamics is now the studio head of the initiative and so since he has all these friends over there he brought them in as a partner to help mm. although i've heard that the development on that game is very troubled is it so, yeah, Perfect Dark. It's it's a brand new studio. I mean, it's I think I think it is like four or five years old. So this will be their first game. But I don't know. Just some former employees have left, and I guess given interviews to some gaming outlets and said development is varying very slow and not well. And oh, hopefully, dude, it turns it, out good. It it was announced in 2018. So it's yeah. the studio. Sure. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I mean, it's they've, new. It's yeah. a baby. We're moving on. Speaking of Legend of Zelda and still in video game news, Stone Cold Steve Austin, that's right, the Texas Rattlesnake himself, has declared the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild the best Zelda game in the franchise. For all you those wrestling fans out there in the Stone Cold podcast, he interviewed the returning Cody Rhodes, American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. He asked Cody Rhodes, who's a huge fan of the Legend of Zelda franchise, what is your favorite Legend of Zelda game? Cody Rhodes said, Ocarina of Time. Which Cody Rhodes is right. I somewhat agree with, but then Stone, Old Stone Cold said, what? What? And said, Breath of the Wild is the best, best Zelda game in the o franchise Ocarina so far. Ocarina of Time like broke molds, man. Like Think about Such what that game. game... Think about what that game did to the future of video games like everything that preceded it or everything that followed it right think about what that game did it was kind of open it was like a first array into like an open world yeah that was a new concept back then yeah like it was Ocarina awesome time. and i'm not a huge open world fan and i'm not even a huge zelda fan in general but open world is my favorite type of game but i can i can like, because they first got their first touch with it with the Super Mario 64. That was the first kind of, like, 
not really open world, but kind of. And then Ocarina of Time just expanded on it. it it's a revolutionary I game. I don't even know if I would call Ocarina of Time an open world game. Well, you gotta you gotta understand like the the limitations. Open world of means the... like you're you can roam anywhere. You know, you're not set on a you know you're set on a singular path, but you can deviate. You can venture off that path. Yeah, and I, that's I, what you could do. I remember I, spending days just on a horse, just riding out into the freaking wilderness on Ocarina of Time. Like I think Breath of the Wild is an open world game because you for can go sure, anywhere, but... do anything, find anything. Yeah, you but know, there were dude, console limitations back. Yeah, then. Ocarina of Time for that period in gaming was pretty open world. I mean, there were other open world games before that, like Final Fantasy. You know, all the Final Fantasy games have but been nothing like with the world. impact like Zelda. Like no, Ocarina not three D, not three D like that. In Ocarina of Time, like I remember, I wanted that game, and my it was sold out everywhere. Like it was the first game that I remember that you could not find. Yeah, I remember I mean, they had the gold a cartridge. Smash hit for the yeah, we had the gold cartridge. It was definitely a smash hit for the N sixty four. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I I love them both equally. Like they are both top tier Zelda games for me. Like maybe one and two. It it's hard to to edge them out. I don't know. I just I it might be that I just have this affinity for the those retro games because even though I'm not a Zelda fan, I spent many hours on Ocarina of Time. And uh, I have an af- affinity for retro games and just the impact that they've had on games today. Like, yeah. think of GoldenEye. Like, GoldenEye, like, N64 had so many, like, revolutionary games. GoldenEye, like, that spawned, you know, all these first-person shooters and stuff. Like, GoldenEye was huge. Um, you know, Ocarina of Time, they came out the sequel of what was it, Majora's Mask? Or I love Majora's Mask. It wasn't as good, but I I liked that game. They just I don't know. Nintendo was doing some amazing stuff back then. Yeah, I'm also just the worst person to ask about this because I played a couple hours of Breath of the Wild and thought it was hot garbage. <laughs> I do not I do you not understand that far into it then. I didn't. I got off the Great Plateau and I was like, this game sucks. Um, just uh, it's not for class, me. Man. I once I started playing, I I lost hours in that game. I couldn't stop putting it down. I own it. it. I own it, and I don't think I've ever put it inside my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> You're doing yourself a disservice, sir. I'll play it, dude. I bought a Nintendo Switch, and really, like, I probably shouldn't have, because I never play it. I'm just not a handheld player. Yeah, your kids know. use it. My kids use it, like. I love the idea of being able to play games wherever I go, but then I just realize I don't have the time. <laughs> but Oracle of Ages, what is that? You play it while you're taking a shit. Oh, mobile game. Well, that's that means it sucks. A Link Between Worlds is good too. I like but... quite a few Zelda games. I mean, Wind Waker was fun and. Twilight Princess was good. Which one's the one that looks really like cartoony? Wind Waker. Is that Wind Waker? Mm-hmm. That was a fun game. It looks kind of like anime-ish, like car- yeah. like Pokemon almost. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Which one's the Oracle of Ages? I understand it's a Zelda game, but I'm trying to remember which one that is. It's what, a, what console was that on? 
Yeah, I don't. I didn't play that one. I'm not familiar with that one either. I wonder if it's one of the like Wii U ones. It's a Game Boy game. Game Boy. Uh, what year? Uh, let me check it out. It is 2001. It was released in 2001 for the Game Boy Color. Oh yeah, I don't even recognize this. This I never played it. Cover. I never played Oracle of Ages. IGN uh, gave it a ten out of ten. I don't even recognize the cover. Like I'm looking at the the box cover. I don't even recognize it. Because they had Oracle, Oracle of Ages and seasons. Oracle of Seasons. Yeah. I don't recognize this at all. Nintendo, dude, their their business model is so fucking smart, dude. They come out with two games that are nearly identical, call them two different things, and people buy both of them for full price. Like they have uh, Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. Same fucking game, just different Pokemon in each one. Oh, do I remember the yeah? If you want to collect the more, uh, red and the red and blue versions of Pokemon back in the yeah. day, and then the gold version, they dude. were all the same, but different you Pokemon. could only get different. Yeah, it was genius. That was before microtransactions. Nintendo knew how to make money, dude. They still know how to make money. Like Nintendo, well, I know they do. Nintendo is one of those, like Sony could come and go, micro or Xbox could come and go. Nintendo will always be just because their IP is like no one's been able to match Mario. Yeah, Nintendo ain't going anywhere. They're not they're not for me, but they're not going anywhere. It's casual huge. gaming. Well, it can be it can be hardcore gaming. It's just I don't know, none of their IP really speak to me anymore. Yeah, I mean I guess you can go out and buy a hardcore game on a Nintendo, but I'm more than likely going to buy it for my well, I would say that like, Breath of the Wild is pretty hardcore. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, but it's still speaking to that IP, right? The one yeah. game I'm waiting to come out on the Switch is the Cowabunga Collection. Yes. That I'm going to buy on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, Cowabunga Collection. On the Switch. I was going to get it on my Xbox, but I don't know. I'll probably buy it on my Xbox, and my boys will probably want it for their Switch, so I'll probably get them both. <laughs> um, but... No, what Nintendo does that's genius. So, like, I don't know if you guys remember Super Mario Galaxy and Odyssey. These games were created uh, without Mario. Um, Nintendo says, oh, that's not going to sell. Stick Mario in it. And they changed it and put Mario in it. So that's why uh, Odyssey, like, none of the characters are recognizable. He has, like, a talking hat and shit. Like, it's completely deviates from, like, the Mario lore or whatever. And they stick Mario in it, and they, it sells buku bucks. Somebody you don't fact see, check that because I don't think that's right. I saw a fucking Netflix documentary on it, dude. I tell, I kid you not. What's the Netflix real. documentary called? I don't fucking remember. Mm-hmm. But it's when it comes to games retro that game, made us or something, <laughs> yeah, it, it might have been that. But you don't see fucking Xbox saying, "Oh, this game's not going to sell." Stick Master Chief in it. <laughs> you don't see Sony saying, "Oh, this game's not going to sell." Stick, uh, you know ellie or whatever in it like nintendo i don't know dude they're just that's a smart company <laughs> your mom says that netflix would never lie to you <laughs> no and then and then what do they do they come out with the wii u the wii u is hot garbage nobody buys it and then literally like the switch is nearly an identical system except the you switch can take just it further. simplifies it it's just a portable or a console it's not this 
movement thing or this it's no but the wii u had that like i have one sitting right here it had the pad I know, but... and you could play saying. it like around your house but you couldn't take it away from your house they added one simple little thing and because the switch the switch has that movement stuff the controllers do all that and like you can do just dance and all these things and it's 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 pretty much the same system yeah so, well essentially all they did was take the game boy and their nes and stick it in one console and or console and you get it the best of both worlds like that's why they don't have they don't make game i'm sure they still make them but like they're not mass producing game boy ds's anymore or anything like that it's all switch based now so the switch yeah. is 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 their answer so they don't have to have new handhelds all the time and new stationary systems the switch was their answer to the best well, of both worlds. well then look what they did they came out with a switch where the controllers don't it's only portable the controllers yeah. don't come off. What do they call it? The Switch Lite, Lite. or something? That's yeah, essentially so. a DS. It's essentially Game Boy because you can't plug it into your TV. It's a glorified PSP is essentially what it is. Yeah. I like the PSP. And then PS, PlayStation comes out with the PSP that nobody buys. And they came out with, what, six different iterations of this? And they came out with the PS it. Vita. Yeah, it wasn't very successful. Nobody bought I it. I liked them they, both. They still but, came yeah. out with it. Well, it's because we're... We're a fucking ass backwards society. Like for the longest time, we were like, we want everything smaller, smaller. So you get the PS Vita that's smaller than the PSP. Yep. You know, you get and then we turn around. We're like, we want bigger, bigger smartphones, bigger screens, bigger yep. everything. So I remember, I remember like uh, the cell no, you phone. Don't stop lying. The the what was it? The StarTac or the? And it was cool. It was a flip phone, but it was like maybe two inches tall or something like that and everybody's going crazy about how small it was my iphone barely fits in my pocket <laughs> like it's it's kind of cumbersome to carry around but moving on let's talk a little bit give me your guys's rundown of halo this week it sucked move on yeah um so <laughs> it was max horrible has, max has been i i like the show this episode not so much max has been on this thing about i hate quan i hate quan i hate quan right Oh, thank goodness this episode was here. There was no Quan in it, so I like this episode. And I'm like, Quan's all right. Then they came out with this episode. I was like, Quan sucks. <laughs> Chief is not in the episode. It's just Quan. Uh, you know, okay. I said I hated the episode. I like Soren overall. I think he's kind of a cool character. I think he's cool. If I if I could see him and Master Chief go off on adventures together, that's a show I would subscribe to. But this yeah, episode, Soren was barely in this episode. If Master Chief is the Mandalorian, then Soren is like our Boba Fett. And then you do know? you even understand, like, do you understand, like, the storyline that's happened on Madrigal, the world? Because I don't. Like, what, um, does I that have to do, what does that have to do with the whole Halo thing? Like, the main storyline. It's like this totally deviant well, storyline that has nothing to do with anything. It has a little. There was So there was one thing in the episode where madrigal appears to be connected to the forerunners and if you remember from the original halo game you know that like robot thing that flies in the air and kind of just looks like a big eye yeah they're called monitors they showed a monitor in this episode that's so that's so that's the, that's the connection the, so we could do we could do without all that i agree i'm so glad about watching this show there's some cool parts, dude. Last last week's episode was fucking awesome. How many and then episodes the follow, of this show? This is seventh episode. Seven just played, eight. 
eighth. Because I think that was the seventh. Before, oh yeah, it started a week before Moon Knight, and Moon Knight episode six was this week, right? Yep. Yeah. So this was seven. how many episodes total is it? I think it's gonna be know. nine. Nine episodes too fucking long. <laughs> it, dude, there's a lot of cool parts in this show. I wish I would have waited till all nine were released because the last episode ended on such like a cliffhanger and they don't touch on any of that story in this episode. I honestly think you could skip this whole episode. And in the grand scheme of things, you may. Yeah, never mind. I don't think like you'll need to watch this it. whole review, which I'm going to do right now. Cause I think in the grand scheme of things, what was important in this episode will be recapped in the 32nd last time on Halo. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And you know, um, it kind of touched oh. on some recap things today on the, on this episode, and uh, which, by the way, they haven't done that once. The whole choir thing. Yeah, the like, Halo theme song for the show is not nearly as cool as the actual Halo theme. Why song. Why would they like? That's like if the Super Mario movie comes out, which got pushed right to June or something, oh, and did... they don't at one point in the in the movie say dun 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 dun. dun, dun if that's not there wasted opportunity halo's most recognizable thing is master chief in the in the choir right or the little well, aliens go well the music yeah the cortana there's some very recognizable stuff yeah no cortana in this episode master chief was just a hallucination um couldn't really tell you what was happening except they killed they killed the guy that was trying to take over the planet i guess i don't know yeah, I, let's move on to the next topic. It was, yeah, it was not that good. This episode Man of the Absolute Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Summer is coming, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your balls are smooth. You heard that right. Your friends at Manscaped are here to make sure that your beach balls are as smooth as Florida Floridian sand. Yeah, In buddy. Summer, you want to kill some cold beers and barbecue? Not kill the vibes with pubes peeking out of your swim trunks. That's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0 that keeps the party in your pants looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Not only do they have the Manscaped 4.0, the Lawnmower 4.0, they re-brought back their ultra-smooth package. That's right. It's back, baby. So many good things coming back to Manscaped. I'll tell you what. I bought some more Manscaped product. I bought... They've got a... They just released a new body wash. The body wash is really good smells amazing leaves your skin feeling silky silky smooth and i bought their nail care package and it's probably the best set of nail clippers i've ever owned and that comes with like little little scissors in it it comes with scissors it comes with a file it comes with the clippers it comes with tweezers it comes in a magnetic case to keep all of your products um sterile and clean and looking good and even I opened the, I got the nail clippers in the mail. I was like, wow, these are really good. Aaron snatched them from me. She's like, let me try them. And she's sitting there going and she, she was digging them too. So not all Manscaped products are not just for the men in your life. You can definitely get the nail clippers and some of the other products for the woman in your life as well. So make my sure mom, to, Oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say my mom just bought some stuff for my dad. He loves it. Um, I bought the foot spray and the body wash. Because we're going to go into Phoenix Fan Fusion in a couple weeks, and feet are going to get rank. So I bought the foot spray, the body wash. All of it's fucking awesome. I'm going to get the nail clipper set now that you said that. Because I had nail clippers, so I was like, I don't need these. 
But if you if they're as good as you're saying they're they are, I'm gonna pick those up. They are. They're probably the best pair of nail clippers I've ever owned. Um, but you know, Father's Day is right around the corner. Mother's Day is on Sunday. Father's Day is right around the corner. Get manscaped for the father or man in your life by going to manscaped.com and using promo code A Geek Podcast for twenty percent off plus free 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 worldwide shipping. Your balls will thank you. So yeah, yeah, I think get ready for I... hot guy summer by going hot to manscaped.com using 20% off with our code a geek podcast and getting free shipping. Like I said, I, I went there cause I saw that they had a new body wash and I'm tired of using the bar soap and the way it makes my skin feel. And it feels like it, it dries it out and the manscape body wash smells amazing. It smells like you're a lumberjack chopping down those trees. It leaves <laughs> your skin filky, silky, filky. Leaves your kids filky. You've been leaves doing that a lot tonight. Silky Lactating. smooth. I am. <laughs> leaves, leaves your skin silky smooth and just refreshing to smell. I, I came out of the shower and Aaron was like, Ooh, I, I asked Aaron to smell it and she was like, I don't know if I like that. And I took a shower, used it, got a shower. She goes, Damn, it smells really good in here. Like, That's that new body wash, baby. She so, was like, Let's make baby number two. Yep. <laughs> Exactly what happened. That that came out of nowhere. It scared me a little bit too because it was like brown chicken. Wow, wow. (laughs) Alexa was like, "I got you, bro. Manscape it up." All right, dude. I so I bought the body wash. I only spent nine bucks. Like that's what you would spend at fucking Walmart, sir. On on cheap, you know, Old Spice or some shit. Like this is way better. Ish just got home. Your mom announced it for him. Good stuff. Yeah. Don't let your crazy wild downstairs ruin your hot guy summer, and make sure to manscape. And don't be a don't be ashamed to take your man out in public. Get him some. Whoa, whoa, whoa. let don't be nice. releasing your man in public. All right. <laughs> <laughs> don't be don't be condoning that. What's right? that? What's that? What's that? Uh, the blue collar comedy. The the fat guy that talks about tater tots. Larry the cable guy. No, 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 no. The one that's like kind of more polished. Ron, more polished. Yeah, he doesn't look like a redneck. Oh, Ron, Ron, Ron White. Yeah, he talks about uh how he got Are arrested for uh, yeah. He was like yeah, I wasn't got drunk for... in public. I was yeah. drunk and they threw me into public. I was drunk in a bar <laughs> and they threw me in public. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best joke ever. <laughs> and no one's laughing, so obviously that's just it's it's just old, dude. <laughs> it's like two thousand three. <laughs> I don't get Fresh it. off the heels of the success of Jackass Forever, Paramount Plus is saying, we're going all in on Knoxville and the boys, and they are reviving Jackass, the TV series, with all new episodes for Paramount Plus. After these guys said no more? I know. I, I thought think they were done. Get, yeah, I, but I think money talks, man. And Johnny Knoxville almost to, died on the set of that movie. If you listen to Steve-O's um, podcast, you've got an awesome podcast called Wild Ride with Steve-O. They didn't get a lot of money for the doing the original Jackass series. Like they they made pennies on the dollar. So I'm sure that a lot of these guys are willing to go back and do it again. Some of the older guys, but I think you're gonna see more of like the newer, younger cast that they just added, like Poopies and Jasper and um, yeah. Zach and some of the guys that the newer guys that are but there. The younger guys more, in there. Well, more with them. Their bodies will probably just be more of the. I'm sure you're still going to have like the Chris Pontius in the background, you know, doing the Buffalo Bill or, 
you know, making jokes. Steve-O will still be there, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of these older guys will still be there in some capacity, but you're going to see the newer guys taking most of the hits. See, and and I hope that this whole thing, because I, I follow Bam on um, Instagram or TikTok or one of those things. And uh, he, dude, he's he's looking pretty good last couple last few last couple months like he's in the gym every day and like he's cleaning up post pictures of him and his family like he's looking better i hope that that whole situation you know fixes itself because jackass without bam jackass already feels weird without ryan jackass without bam just feels even more weird well bam dropped his lot he was suing johnny knoxville for um being cut from jackass forever and He's he's since lost dropped the lawsuit, so I wouldn't be surprised if it's working that he's going to be in in the show. I hope he's yeah, in, he is he isn't Jackass forever. And the thing is, they're probably also scene. creating a new audience, so people yeah aren't going to care as much that Bam's not in it because maybe all they've seen is this latest one, and they they won't care. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just Bam. He's been making a lot of headlines lately. So with the whole thing that happened with Jackass Forever, like I think people know the situation i don't know i don't think this is made for like this new audience like i think the people that went to the theater to see this were like matt and i like (laughs) maybe maybe i've probably watched it at least twice and it's been out on paramount plus yeah that's funny i don't know i I saw that it was available knoxville's got to be careful man because like he was doing an interview about he got like three concussions during this movie or something ridiculous like he's gonna die dude if, if well, his biggest careful. one was when he got hit by the bull. Yeah. And Steve-O is a lot more um, cautious, I've noticed. He doesn't look like like he hasn't been on drugs in years. Yeah, so, he's the best-looking one of them all. Him and Knoxville. Well, Pontius is too. But. Yeah. But I think Pontius has always been pretty clean. Steve-O was the worst one. Bam and Steve-O were the worst ones. Bam after everything ended. But... but. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm I, here for I, it. I love these guys. Yeah, I can't get. I'm all good with Jackass, so I'll, I'll watch another Jackass show. Don't you admit though, it's weird without Ryan there. Doesn't it Not feel really. weird? I don't know. Not Ryan really. Dunn was always like one of my favorites, man. That scene where he puts the toy car up his butt. I mean, I like Dunn and what he did for the show and what he brought. Yeah, but like, I feel bad for people like Danger Aaron. That dude gets picked on all the time. Yeah. Was he yeah, the but, one? Was he the one that uh, the bear salmon skit? Yeah, is that him? Yeah, yeah. Some of those guys, like the the B cast, I guess you could call them. Like I forget wh- who's who. Yeah, sometimes. Like I know Knox, I know I know Pontius, I know Stevo, I know yeah. Preston, I know Wee Man, I know those were all like the higher ones. But some of the B cast, like I forget who they're like who's like, the guy in the, watch- in the usher in the usher costume what's his name um god i I can't think of his name right now fuck yeah see and he's been on like everything (laughs) um no it's not no god damn i can't think of his name um and i know it too and fucking drive me nuts but like if you watch jackass forever while i think of his name oh it's dave england yes thank you um well, I think of his name. If you watch Jackass Forever, a lot of these older guys aren't taking hard hits. Like Steve-O does the skit with Machine Gun Kelly where he gets backhanded into the water 
you know, I'm sure that knocks the wind out of you, but that's not that big a deal. If you watch, like, Dave, David, or Danger Aaron takes a lot of abuse in this, in that movie. Like, he takes the, he does the cup test where he gets a hockey puck shot as his cup. He gets a softball pitch in his cup. He gets a UFC heavyweight fighter whose punch force is the equivalent of a Ford Escort hitting someone to punch him in the nuts. You know, he takes the, the chancla to the nuts. Like, a lot of these younger guys or the older guys aren't taking as many of the big stunts as the younger guys are. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's what it is, where it's the younger guys are taking the reins and the older guys are still there for the namesake and the the drive of the show, but you don't see them taking as many big hits. I'm trying to figure out who um, Bam Margera is like working out with, with, one of the guys and i think that he's probably a big reason why bam um dropped the lawsuit and i can't remember i don't know bam margera is just like i don't know man i i used to like bam a lot but he's kind of hit irrelevancy but i hope he comes back like if he comes if he can make it back that's cool but i love bam dude i, I just uh no, but moving on. Bam! It kind of started with Bam, right? With CKY. Yeah, well, CKY, and uh, then a, a lot of them came from the Big Brother Skateboard Magazine, Thrasher Skate Magazine, and a lot of them came from that that big scene. So, yeah. But moving on here, Cobra Kai season five got announced today. Ooh, it's coming With out early. A drop date of September 9th. Wow. Didn't season four come out January 1st? It did. Wow. Every season's come out like around That's that time, I thought. Great. This this makes me really happy because the Suns got their asses handed to them tonight. Gosh. Bam's Sorry, been working out with Brandon that. Novak. This is great. Yeah, Novak yeah. wasn't in um Jackass Forever. Novak. He could, Novak's one of like Bam's OG boys. Yeah. So Brandon Novak's been trying to smooth the waters from what what I was reading. But yeah, dude, this is awesome. September 9th. So I would thought we were waiting until January. Yeah, I figured no. we were too, or or January and then some. This is great. Yeah, it's. I'm, uh, I'm sure it has a lot to do with Blue Beetle. No, the dropping of. Or how much they're reporting losses of, of people on like leaving the service. They and... lost like 200 million subscribers or some shit. Yeah. I've been getting close to doing it. I'm like, screw it. When Stranger Things Dude, is over, I go, I'll cancel. I go back and forth. I'm like, because I don't watch Netflix. It's cost me more than any of my other streaming services. Netflix is my Cocoa Melon subscription. Hey, son, lost. Didn't you just hear me say that? You just said oh, that. I didn't hear that. I thought, <laughs> I think I was reading this article. I was surprised he didn't <laughs> say anything. Sorry. Um, Yeah, the 200 million subscribers, like, it costs me more than any of my other streaming services. And yet I go in it probably like two two times a month to see what's in there, and there's never anything in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say I don't watch it much, but I did watch. I'm still watching Ozark, which I know you hated, Matt. We don't need to get into that. Yeah, the final episode of Ozark. So. Yeah, and I haven't watched that yet. I'm like, I got like four episodes to go, and then I did watch Nightcrawler, 
earlier this or like last week. I'd never seen that movie before with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, that movie's yeah, awesome. The, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like the photographer. Yeah, it wasn't what I expected though. For some reason, because I watched Seven for the first time, which that was great, and so I looked up what are movies similar to Seven, and they said Nightcrawler. So I was expecting more of like a, a murder mystery movie. That's not what Nightcrawler is at all. So I'm like the whole movie. I'm like, when is he going to start being a serial killer? When is he going to be a serial killer? And he's just like a really, really creepy guy. That's when Jake Gyllenhaal was doing a bunch of like artsy type movies. Yeah, it was good though. That time, it was really good. Hey, uh, real quick, can I make a amendment to our jackass conversation? Real quick, just sure. So we don't get called liars again. So Bam did not drop the lawsuit. A settlement was reached. Okay. Well, I don't think he'd be a liar because all the headlines said that he dropped the lawsuit. Probably because a settlement was reached. No. <laughs> I'm just saying there was something else in that. I just yeah, I the know. settlement was probably like you want to be in the TV show, drop your fucking lawsuit, retard. <laughs> and he was like, okay, until he did. All right, but, keep going, Max. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're good. Um, yeah, I I don't know, man. Like I find myself going into Paramount more often. Uh, Peacock has a great show on it called The Killing uh, with um, what's Daryl from The Office? What's his name? Fucking Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yes. Where they kill pythons in in Florida. Fucking awesome show. This show is so funny. Have you seen it? Uh, no, I've just seen the, the trailers for it. Oh, that show is so good. Max, you would like that show. It's uh, the same guy that wrote Parks and Rec. And uh, what show? I was reading an article. <laughs> uh, the the killing the the killing is it the killing i'm sorry i can't anybody know who's talking all i see is a brick oven pizza oven sorry i didn't realize i was off camera what uh what is it called the killing with craig robinson something like that yeah i've dude, heard of it so fucking funny dude um but i mean netflix i think a lot of these streaming services are are set up well I think Netflix is in a rude awakening because Netflix feels like they got greedy. You had a pandemic. We were all locked inside for two years. You had nothing better to do. They released all this content. People were subscribing because they couldn't go to the movies. And so, and then they were like, well, we're going to keep jacking up our prices. And then they're like, well, we're going to stop people from sharing passwords. So you can't, you know. You're the most expensive. Yeah. So, and you have the content I care least about. So they're going to start losing customers and they're going to be, well, why are people dropping us? Well, there you go. But, well, and, and all these other streaming services, like, we don't care if you share your shit. You pay for it. Yeah, HBO Max. We're cool. You know, you want to share your stuff? That's cool. YouTube cool advertises now, that you can do that. YouTube TV, yeah. they advertise yeah. that you can have three people or five people on your plan, and they can watch it at here's their the, house. You can here's watch the it difference. Huh. Here's the difference. And I'm not defending Netflix, but HBO is owned by a massive corporation. And Disney is Disney, so they don't care. YouTube is owned by Google, a massive corporation. So they have so much in like cash reserves and so many other ways to make revenue that it's not a big deal. But Netflix, but like you that's got all they Peacock, do. You got Peacock and Paramount that are probably in the same boat as Netflix. No, they're, they're, I mean, they're owned by big, big companies too. Netflix is just Netflix, you know? So that's why I think they care more. But think about how much money, like they were spending more in their stream, like the stuff that they were. Hey, ish. Wait, hey, what's <laughs> going on? Said, I, no, keep going, keep going. They were spending. Mean, they were spending more. The beard? On, uh, 
Where's the and facial hair? Clean. There's an explanation. <laughs> All right. uh, well, that they were spending more in uh, production costs than any of the other any of the other streaming networks, like in producing their movies and TV shows. Yeah, they were spending billions in produce in production costs. Disney, HBO, nobody was doing that. HBO really doesn't come out with shows very often. It's a lot of old stuff. They, I think, they come out with shows less than um, than uh, Disney does, and they're fifteen bucks a month. But they're not losing subscribers. Five dollars less than Netflix, and they're not losing subscribers. Who HBO? Yeah. Well, they've also got all the content people want to watch. Yeah, but you know, Netflix they... has a shit ton of content. Like, yeah, but, all the yeah, but H- HBO Max has like newer movies than Netflix does, and I think that is another draw. I mean, they have the new shows and they have the HBO shows, and so I don't know. I think I think it's a a little bit better value proposition at this point. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It's much like Netflix is rolling in the dough, dude. Like they just got greedy. My understanding is they've never they've never operated in the black though. Like they're always in the red. They've always been losing money. So I don't know how they're still even open. I don't know. I don't really care. But we're talking about Netflix. I'm just excited Cobra Kai season five is coming out. Go ahead, move on. I am too. Super stoked for Cobra Kai season season five. Give me more. Give me. Give me. Give me more. Moon Knight. Let's talk Moon Knight. Final episode of Moon Knight. Best part of this episode is it fucking over. Best part of this episode is actually lived up to the name of the show. It actually had Moon Knight in it. Um, I I I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. It's my least favorite. Well, no, What If is my least favorite. But the best episode of What If is better than the best episode of Moon Knight. But yeah. the shitty ep the shitty episodes of What If are shittier than the shitty episodes of Moon Knight. <laughs> so Moon Knight kind of floats in the middle of what What If is. <laughs> I'm overall pretty disappointed with Moon Knight. I liked the first episode. I thought it was really intriguing, and it just didn't really deliver to me. Uh, are we? We're doing spoilers, right, guys? Yeah, you can we put the yeah spoiler tag up here. Um, my thing is, is that they 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 pulled all these threads, right, with Moon Knight. Oh, did you guys want to give a synopsis real quick? Um, jumping into it a little bit. Basically, the synopsis. You know what? Is... I'm going to jump out for a couple minutes because because I have not seen it. I don't want to. Oh, spoil then please, please. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll come back in a bit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Um, essentially, the synopsis is Mark's alive. Comes name? back to life. Yeah, Hudson Hawk. Yeah, Hudson Hawk. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't even know how to describe it, honestly, because it's all. I felt like this episode was all over the place. Uh, you get more Moon Knight. Essentially, what what happens is Mark's wife is propositioned by um. Tallow, tallow rat, tallow, tallow what? Well, I was going to say Conchu first, and she turns down Conchu because she said she's going to kill um, Ethan Hawke's character on her own, and Ethan Hawke's character releases the, the alligator-headed lady, and she's sucking souls down, and essentially, you at the end of the last episode, you see Steven fall off the boat and turn into basically sand or cement or whatever you want to call it, um mark uh specter kind of has this epiphany where he needs to go get steven and he doesn't want to be in 
in heaven without Steven. So he goes back and their scales balance and big gate opens up and Mark and, and him come back to life and they're now able to switch between Mr. Knight and Moon Knight when they're fighting and um, now they finally have his synergy. wife his wife accepts the the proposition from the hippo woman to be her avatar and she becomes the the MCU's version of Scarlet Scarab which is a dude in the comic books um I'm completely different what, costume and stuff yeah I'm assuming that the original Scarlet Scarab is going to be her dad essentially based on what the comment by the the hippo god made of you know your father would be so proud of you oh yeah so, i didn't even catch that that's a good um that's a good call yeah. you finally get your moon knight action as they're fighting in the streets as a big kaiju fight goes on behind them between the alligator woman and Kanchu. it was all while Mark still says, "I'm not gonna accept you, and you're not gonna, I'm not gonna deal with you anymore, Contra. You're, you're. We made a deal, and you're gonna free me, and you're not. I'm not gonna be your fifth of vengeance anymore." And it just, and the the big reveal of <laughs> Jake Lock at the end was like, "Eh, okay." Well, because they didn't even, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in Doctor Strange, like. Doctor Strange had some end credits that were actually like more surprising, right? No, because stupid. Well, they were they they were stupid, but you didn't. It didn't pull. It didn't have all these things hours before it, letting you know that eventually this thing was going to happen. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jake 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 Lockie, which is the end credit scene. They've been teasing Jake Lockie since the fourth ep- third Such, or fourth episode. That's yeah. one of the biggest disappointments I had. He's been teased forever, and he's like the post-credit scene. Yeah, like, like the red sarcophagus, the the blacking out where Stephen and Mark don't know what's going on. Like you're like, oh, there's a third personality. Who could the third personality be? Oh, there's only one option. It's Jake Lockie. And then, hey guys, look, it's Jake Lockie. Aren't you aren't you surprised? No, the fuck, I'm not surprised. You told me Jake Lockie existed in episode it's Lock- three. It's Lockley. Lockley, whatever. You told me he existed in episode three or four. So your your stinger wasn't a stinger. I thought the, just... the one-liners in this were stupid when later yeah, gators. Poor, poor writing. And when he's like talking to Ethan Hawke's character and all of a sudden he just sort of switches into this Bostonian accent out of nowhere. Yep. And then he goes from Mark to this Bostonian accent and then to Steven, which I'm not sure if he was trying to do a British accent at that point and it was an accident or what, but... I yeah, caught so, that too. I was like, why is he talking that way? And that's when I thought, is Jake Lockley coming out? When I heard the Boston thing. And I like, you know, but you in get, the subtitles it says Mark. And well, Jake Lockley is a, a cab driver, but he's driving a limousine that says Spectre on the front of it as Conchu's in the back in the Mr. Knight outfit. It just a lot of this didn't make sense. And I think really the show where it's weakest is this i think if you got to see this other personality come out and take over and then you they have you questioning why that's happening and they don't they're not picking up on it is better than it just all of a sudden cutting them cutting to everybody laid out and you're not explaining what's going on and I don't think a lot of people connected the dots with that after credit scene of Jake Lockley being brought in. 
but it's clear that Marvel wants to move forward with Jake Lockley, but the way they could, the, the only way to get there is going through Steven and Mark first. Yeah. I, I just like, they're, go ahead. It's clear that Jake Lockley is their, their pick to play Moon Knight moving forward. Cause he's the more ruthless one. Yeah. But like Mark and Steven wouldn't exist anymore. They would. Well, I mean, they, they would still exist, but it's, they've kind of denounced the Kanchu using them. So mm. now really the only way Kanchu would continue to use them is through, through the Jake Lockley personality. Yeah. Which he says yeah. in the end, this is the one I wanted anyways, or, some, or he yeah. says something to that effect. My thing is, is that there's so many inconsistencies, like with the whole existence of Jake Lockley, right? So they die. They're on the boat. Steven's there. Mark's there. They're weighing their their hearts, right? But they're the same they, per- fucking person. They're the same person. So how do they have two spirits? I don't get that. They have their hearts there. They're unbalanced. You could have easily said you're unbalanced because you're missing your, a third of you or something like that. And that could have been the That's what I thought was happening. Yeah. But but not at one point does Talawat or whatever her name is say you're incomplete or or anything like it just seems like really like they weren't connecting the dots in an appropriate way because if they're on a ship and they're balancing their scales, don't you think that they would need every essence of their person to balance that scale? Like Jake Lockett yes. died too. Yes. It just doesn't make sense. Like No, it made it no sense. Make- it makes no sense. When she talked about the balancing, I'm like, oh, yeah, they have to find their third personality. I was 100% sure that was the case. And then nothing happened. I'm like, well, maybe next episode? Nope. Maybe next episode? In the post credit scene, yeah. It just makes no it was, sense. And it then, was just dumb. What I will say is I liked Ethan Hawke. But it's impossible not to really like Ethan Hawke. Like See, I, I liked him in for episode one and two, and then I feel like he fell apart. I feel like he kind of fell apart, too. I just... This so I've said it before when we're doing these six episode Marvel shows. I'm like, how are they going to wrap this all up in one more episode? This one, it was true. It was just like, how are they going to wrap this up? And it was just rushed and disjointed and poorly written. It's just, I was really disappointed by this. All the shows have been like that. The WandaVision last episode wasn't very good. The Hawkeye last episode what needed some work like well after after doctor strange i don't think you can compo- com- you can't compare wandavision to any of these shows yeah but yeah, i think i think wandavision was fine and um, i think falcon and winter soldier was pretty good i think Hawkeye what happened was in the last episode a little of better a uh, falcon and winter soldier yeah that one tied up with a nice little bow didn't it yeah he, he embraced being became, Captain america yeah. they took down the bad guy um and then where did bucky i don't remember what happened with bucky but but they're moving forward. But Loki is the only one that we're like at the end of the show. Loki we knew was for certain. Yeah, we knew for certain that there was more story to tell, right? Because at what the up, end Corbin? of the show, it says season two is coming. Yeah. Right. So you don't feel this emptiness. WandaVision's was not continuing. It did kind of, and we'll get more into that. But WandaVision, no season two. Falcon and Winter Soldier, no season two. Uh, Hawkeye, no season two. Uh, this one apparently, no season two. So I don't know how they're gonna. Well, I saw earlier today they want to do a season two. Look at what you just said, though. Is no season two of WandaVision. 
You had Doctor Strange and Multiverse Madness. No, see, Loki, you're getting a season two, right? No season two of Falcon Winter Soldier, you're getting Cap four. So essentially, the movie is the season two. Yeah, but years down the line. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's still their season two because it's going to be years down the line before you get a season two of Moon Knight. It's years down the line before we get a season two of Loki. Wasn't WandaVision last year? Uh, last Wanda January Vision was two. Th- no, I think it was last January. So that's not that long. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying because Cap Cap Four is not coming out for a while. I don't even think they've started filming that. But, and we have no idea what uh, Oscar Isaac said. He hasn't signed on for anything else. Yeah, he has no contract to do any. Would you guys want to see a season two? No, I'm not I'm impressed. Not. I don't really want to see any more of this. I would. I would be okay if he, if the character was in like an ensemble thing. I don't want to see just his story. I think you're going to see him yeah. pop up in the werewolf by night uh, Halloween specials, but I don't think we're going to see him standalone series yeah. again. And yeah, I don't. I, it... Yeah. But if you wanted to go with this deep, dark, subject because that's how they sold this show right this this dark subject material why would you not go with like ghost rider or something like a character that people are actually clamoring for who asked for moon knight well moon knight has a big fan base because he's essentially marvel's version of of batman in very similar ways not which in this show i do not see any similarities with batman very similar ways either but but I mean, but, he's an interesting character. I just think it wasn't well executed, or maybe, maybe I just don't really like the character. Well, the show I, gave him powers he's never he's never been able to fly before. Like when he's flying, fighting Ethan Hawke's character in the air, and he hits him with that flying knee, and he's essentially flying all over the place. Yeah, um, I don't know. I would have much rather seen a Ghost Rider. Show. I mean, he he has because he he had they made him more so Batman as far as like the personalities go. Like you have the the trained assassin in Mark Spector. You have the billionaire and, and Steven. That's true. I know in the the comics, comics, Steven is is rich. He's a rich guy. He's not a, he doesn't work in a a gift shop. He's, he's rich, but apparently Mark's the rich guy. Or I wonder if it's Spector because Jake Lockley. No, because no, that doesn't make sense. Forget I said anything, but yeah. Why does it say Spector on the back of the car? Just like a car said in the comics, the similarities are much clearer between him and Batman. Yeah. Disney went and did their own thing with this series. Essentially, um, yes. it's a shame too because I'm a big fan of Oscar Isaac, but so far he's come out with two comic book properties that I'm like, you ruined it. Like X Men, he's by far probably the worst part of that movie. And no, I think worse see, I think things in that movie. Apocalypse. I think <laughs> that movie overall is bad. I don't think he was a bad Apocalypse. I didn't like it. I didn't like the. But... I thought Whatever his acting was fine. The the freaking costuming was terrible. But his accent That's not was bad. Apocalypse. Like he had like this. What was that accent that he was using? Like the way he spoke, that was kind of like a little soft spoken. He wasn't big, for instance. That's one. He just looked like a regular dude. Yeah, his look was awful. Apocalypse yeah. was. Apocalypse is still one of my favorite Marvel villains. Him and Magneto are probably like up there for me of my favorites. And I was so excited when they announced Apocalypse and it was just, that was not good. But, 
but it's i mean there's like this show is really dividing the fandom because there's i hear a plethora of people shouting from the rooftops how much they love it like i think your mom said she liked it she liked it a lot um and i've heard people like ign's given almost every episode like a nine not that i listen to what they say but they're in disney's pocket they love it and i've heard a lot of fans love it and a lot of fans that hate it it's because it's, they have no familiarity with the source material Is funny that, how why? just split this this show has made people i don't I, remember so much divisiveness when it comes to unless you count captain marvel or black widow i don't remember so much divisiveness when it comes to a marvel property yeah i just i don't know man i just don't think i think it was a a swing and i applaud him for stepping up to the plate but for me it was just kind of a miss and i think it was essentially what made it a miss for me is that the show's called moon knight and he's in 20 percent of the series yeah he's in 20 percent of the series and i had somebody go i've had somebody go well matt mark specter is moon knight so therefore he's in every episode but that no that's not the case because he's not in the costume he's not going into that moniker they've got the whole like um, think, think about, about what is I, I got in an argument the, with the someone about the this. people who cross at night, or uh, you know, and they they don't show any of what Moon Knight does or why Kanchu has him in you know what he stands for. Yeah. It just think about if they said, okay, we're coming out with a new Batman movie, but Batman is only going to be in ten percent of this movie. Yeah, and it's going to be all not Bruce good. Wayne. I mean, right? granted, that's what some people complained about in Dark Knight Rises. To be, you know, there's too much Bruce Wayne or too much Batman. Too much Bruce Wayne. There's very little Batman. It's not ten percent, but it is. He's like not in the whole entire second act. And then you, and then you have Smallville, which is pretty. Most people like Smallville. I don't know many people like comic book fans that don't like Smallville. They said this isn't a Superman show. This is a Clark Kent show. So you go into it and you're like, okay, it's a Clark Kent show. It's not a Superman show. You're going to see some Superman-esque qualities to him, but it's a Clark Kent show before he becomes Superman. See, but I would And everybody say forgave it. Clark Kent is more Superman than Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yes, they're not as so they're those not personalities as different, are so personal- different. Yeah. But, but he yeah, doesn't take up the Superman mantle. So you literally the only time you get to see him like in any semblance of the of the suit is when he opens finale. his shirt the last yeah. the last scene he's opening his shirt and flying away. Yeah, yeah. That's all you see of it. And people I don't I don't recall I mean it's been a few years since that show came out, but I don't recall a whole lot of people being upset about that because they told you I from was. day one. Well, I think the thing Anyways. with the Dark Knight rises is the symbolism. Bane broke the Batman. The yes. Batman was broken. Bruce Wayne had to rebuild the Batman. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's kind of the Batman's broken and done and it's Bruce Wayne rebuilding the legend of the Batman at that point. So yeah, the symbolism there works for me as far as the Batman goes. Like this, there it just doesn't I think it it was so rushed. It's so all over the place. It just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. Well, and, and and let me let me touch on that point you just made about the Batman. You got two episodes with that version of the or two show, movies with that episode. So you've had a lot of Batman. So by the third movie, it's okay to have more of a character study type Batman movie because you've already been acquainted with the character for two movies. Moon yeah. Knight, there's no acquaintance. 
literally you have Moon Knight, and then for four episodes you don't have Moon Knight, and then you get and he's Moon not Knight very likable. And really, what overall. was what was um, Ethan Hawke's character's motivation other than being rejected by Kanchu? He's just he's just crazy. Like it just didn't feel like there was any motive. It, it really felt like he was being a whiny little bitch who got rejected by Kanchu and was butt hurt, so he wanted to go find a different Egyptian god to be an avatar for. That, that's it. And the whole well, reason then, he put glass in his shoe was so he could feel pain and as his punishment. It just yeah, because didn't he make was sense. he was unbalanced, right? So this yeah. whole time he was trying to make himself balanced. But for the fact of you know, um, Amit is that is that the alligator yeah uh, um, Amit, um, Amit whatever yeah is supposed to be infallible you're either balanced or you're not if you're not balanced you die and she's like well i'm going to use you as my avatar even though you're unbalanced well that just goes that just goes against her entire reason of existence well, she's a villain it just it just villains are hypocritical it was just poor writing man like yeah it wasn't ideal so speaking of the batman by the way just I want a really quick bit of trivia. My brother and I just like researched this. The Batman from the Batman, Robert Pattinson's Batman, has been the Batman for about as long as Christian Bale's was before, like by the end of Dark Knight. I guess well, yeah, the, the Batman. There's only like Batman. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying the like between Batman Begins and the Dark Knight. I guess it's only like an 18 month, two year period. So it's just kind of funny to, to yeah. think about that because it seems like christian bale's version of the character is so much more technologically advanced and like yeah capable of being the best no, i think there's a big time i'm pretty sure the big time jump between the dark knight and the dark knight rises there is there is that's why i said between batman begins and the dark knight okay. because then he retires for like eight years and then he comes back and the dark yeah. knight rises so anyways I'm just saying it because in the Batman, one of the whole things is, oh, he's early Batman. That's why his Batmobile isn't as cool. That's why he can't like fly around the city. But Christian Bale's Batman did that from like two weeks into the job. Anyway, um, well, listen, if we're if we're not anything, we're we're fair here, and we want to hear your opinions too. So, if you liked Moon Knight, or you thought we were missing the mark on Moon Knight, let us know in the comments section below. Let us know what you thought about Moon Knight or the series overall. The episode. Yeah. I wish one of us liked your opinion. So our conversation would be more of like a, a debate, but I none of us really liked I, it. There so. were points that I liked, but for the most part, I did every time a Marvel show comes out, like I'm so anxious about the next week's episode, right? I'm so excited about seeing what happens next week. What happens next week? Yeah. Never once. Dude, There's. I was more excited about watching Halo, which let me down. I was more excited about watching Halo every week than I was Moon Knight. Yeah, I think Halo is a better show than Moon Knight. If you remove the Quan stuff out, it's a way better show than Moon Knight. I think it's a slightly better show, and it's not even that good of a show. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not saying it's groundbreaking or anything, but I definitely have more fun watching it because there's yeah. actually Master Chief in it. Yeah, I just I don't know. Moving on, I want to do a real quick I review. I didn't have a top books. five this week, um, because there's not a lot of books coming out. But last week, since I wasn't on the show. Last week, issue five of The Last Ronin was released, finishing up the series. And I want to say, by far, as far as a turtle story goes, I thoroughly enjoyed the story The Last Ronin told. Would you say it's the best turtle story you've ever read or seen? I think it's, I think it's right up there, yeah. 
what would you put above it? Anything? I mean, other than like the original number one issue and kind of first story arc, not really. Like I think it it told a turtle story we've never seen before. And I like that it picked a character that everyone thought it was going to be Raphael. It was going to be Raphael, Raphael, Raphael. I think the fact that they went with Michelangelo made it more interesting. That's Michelangelo? Yeah. Why is he not orange? Because he's the last of them. So he's the Ronin. He is not. He does not don the orange. Um mask anymore it's just the, the black and so you don't know which turtle it is you find out at the very so end the of end? the first issue that's oh, okay. michelangelo that's cool he looks so dark but you get that's to so... so you get to meet it's in set in this futuristic dystopian um new york the shredder's grandson is kind of like running everything and you get to see all every issue like issue two three and four are dedicated to seeing how each turtle dies so you get to see how leonardo and casey jones die you get to see how Raphael dies you get to see how donatello dies and splinter dies that's cool how they see casey jones in that you get to see that april is still in it you get to see casey and april had a daughter um you kind of just get to see the grown-up michelangelo as he's on this quest to avenge his family and take out the shredder's grandson and kind of that final battle and conflict um and what's to come and they're clearly set to build a expanded universe out of the story so there's more to come set in this world and i'm definitely here for it if when the trade comes out if you don't want to try and go out and get each five individual issues when the trade comes out i would definitely recommend picking it up like i said it's probably the only downfall I have for this story is how long it took to come out because they were releasing books every three months and then it started getting pushed and pushed. And I think the book five was supposed to come back out and was supposed to come back out in January. And then it got pushed to last week. So the, the release time frame was, I think the only Achilles heel to this story in this book. But if you want to see, what it would be like to have Michelangelo being serious as he's the only turtle left um, and fighting for the honor of his family and his clan. Last Ronin is a story for you. It's probably the most fun in a long time I've had reading a turtle story. And it's been, it's way more interesting to me than the main IDW run that's going on right now. So, so this makes me happy because I kind of feel over the last maybe six months or so turtles in general has been having kind of a resurgence. Like it's, it's, it's like Nickelodeon finally realizes that the turtles is a viable property and they're actually treating it. I mean, they brought Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. They're doing their Netflix movie. Like there's a lot of interesting projects coming out. Um, And this book kind of solidifies that a little bit because rise of the turtles is absolute dog shit. It's an abortion of a turtle story, yes. Yeah. And, like, we we as fans, I've been a turtle fan my whole life. I mean, I have turtle fucking posters on my wall. You can't see them there on the other wall. But I love the Ninja Turtles. And 
we haven't really gotten a solid Turtles adaptation really since the first live action movie. Like Secret of the Ooze is good, but I watched that as a kid, so that has uh, there's some affinity there. But the first Turtles movie stands up still to this day. It's still a great movie. Absolutely. I love that movie so much. Um Turtles 3 was dog shit. Uh the TMNT computer generated one was decent, but it still lacked the um the uh the appeal that the that the original live action movie had even though this was supposed to be a sequel to the three live action movies that computer generated one you know which one i'm talking about right yeah it's just called tmnt yeah it's supposed to be the fourth movie of that franchise and it's it's decent it's better than the third one where they travel in time and shit but the second one one. huh actually don't mind the third one oh i hate it dude i can't even watch thank you matt i love that movie it's unbearable it's i love it I have so much fun of that movie. Why they felt the need, like, first of all, the travel and time shit was beyond stupid. But why they felt the need to, like, make their, even the suits that the actors wore. Why do you have to take a dump on my childhood, Lance? I swear, it's every four four episodes, you have to tell me how much you hate this movie that I adore. Out of all the movies that have come out, that one, I, I just can't watch it, dude. Like, I have such a fucking respect for the turtles dude just because of the the memories i've had like with my brother watching ninja turtles and and that movie i don't know dude i can't watch it to this day i bought the box set and i don't think that's ever been played i'll watch i'll watch turtles 3 i watched to me, one then i watched secret of the news and then i watched the computer generated one i completely skip over the third one yeah, i just see, can't I watch don't. it i, I like i actually they really change like their suits and they add like fr- like their suits look bad Compared to the first one, like their suits were so fucking awesome in the first one. And then they add like freckles and shit in the third one. Like, I don't know why still to this day, why they felt the need to like make them look so much more cartoony. Like these are, these are suits. I actually really like how they look. I like the, the freckles and everything. And I enjoy that movie. I also just really love like samurai stuff. And yeah, I just, it's just fun. Maybe that's it's what dumb. it is. I don't like the samurai stuff. I like, love samurai you, stuff. One of your favorite movies that you've told me a hundred times is The Last Samurai. I love The Last Samurai. Don't like that movie. Oh, it's so fun. It's I just like that that movie humanizes Raphael a little bit instead of being a, a massive prick. Like he he takes Yoshi under his his wing and he kind of has a you know that fatherly figure towards him and it's just. I, I like the third one. I don't think it's as bad as people say it is, or it's it's definitely not the the one. The first one is the best in the bunch. Yeah, I have my issues with Secret of the Use. The first one is the best in the bunch. The first one, I really have no issue with across the board. There's the nothing third bad one, about that movie. That movie the third is one just... is like okay, like it's. I don't think it. Like I'll watch it. It's not unwatchable. Do you like the third one or the second one the best? Um, out of well, the I two, I like the second one better than the third, but. I'll and then do you like the computer-generated one, one better than the third really one? I didn't care for the computer-generated one. I just felt it was more true to what yeah, the Turtles... I, honestly, they go in order for me of release for what I like the most to the least. The yeah, the, the, the computer-generated one just... just It feels more connected to the first two than... Even though the... I think there's aliens in that one, if I'm not mistaken, right? Does that have something to do with aliens? Yeah, the fourth one I think has like aliens or something. Yeah, it doesn't I've feel like it's in the same universe at all. I've never watched it again. 
how do you think it's not in the same universe when in the third one they go back in time? I'm just saying it doesn't feel like it's in the same universe. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's part of that the original three. It might it might be the artwork too. The, as far as the just I, I like it, it by the way, it's just it's just not my favorite. I've seen it twice, I think. Yeah, I it goes one, two, four for me, and then. I like the third one better than I like the Michael Bay bullshit that came out. <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, I can't do those movies. So I think I've only that. seen each of those one each. So it's my fourth favorite Ninja Turtles movie. The third one that came out is my fourth favorite. So I mean, it's not like, it's not like it's an absolute travesty. The Michael Bay movies are a travesty, and the yeah. Rise of the Ninja yeah. Turtles is just yeah, garbage. They're an abomination. But, uh, I don't know. All I, all I, I can I'm say is that. This. If you're a Turtles fan, you're old school Turtles fan. Like this story was pitched in the 80s and it took all these years to come to fruition. I'm glad we got it. I love the last Ronin. I I love the story. I was invested even with the time break, the Spain movie coming out. I was I'm invested in it and I'm stoked for whatever they do more in this universe. You see you think they're going to continue it in some fashion? Absolutely. The way the the way the book ends, yes. So is there ghost turtles in it, judging by this cover? Like so they... he sees he carries with him the memory of his brothers. So he has conversations with his dead brothers in this. Gotcha. Oh man, we need so we I really like this just seems like an interesting story. They should adapt this into a movie. It is. You should definitely Well Netflix, a, Netflix top is three seller of the year. Stuff. Is yeah. it? Oh yeah, it was a mega mega hit. Um, I think nice. it was either that that and um, what was it, King Spawn or whatever, were like the one and two biggest sellers of the year last year. So yeah, they'll continue it. Net- IDW was also now doing the same thing with Transformers. Yeah, the last. So they're doing like a final. Yeah, they're doing a final War of Cybertron, and then after that is going to be the last Transformer. So it's, oh, this is kind of like a new like storytelling paradigm. I think people are just clamoring for like more true story. Like when it comes to some of these nostalgic franchises, Transformers, Turtles and stuff, I think people like, especially our generation are clamoring for some more adult storylines. You know what I mean? Well, so when something like comes out like this, that is definitely not meant for kids. Like just cause the subject material might be a little hard for kids. It, it, this is what we've been asking for, right? Like we for years have been saying we want a rated R Batman. We want a, we want an adult Batman, and we kind of got close to that with this Robert Pattinson thing, and everybody loves it, right? For the most part, yeah. Like we I'm, want more adult storylines. I don't know if it's necessarily that, but I think this one hits on kind of like, like I said, they picked Michelangelo to to be the last runner, and I thought it was a perfect pick because you you're a Turtles fan. You grew up reading Turtles, watching Turtles. He's always kind of the jokester. The he kid. never takes anything seriously. So now the person who never takes anything seriously and was kind of carefree is the last one alive to carry this burden. He is the last one that is basically responsible for defending his clan, defending his honor, and defending his fallen family. And just seeing that progression and what he becomes and what he, you know, how he, he handles that and how he ch- faces situations now versus what he did in the past and just his tactics and the fact that he carries his his brother's weapons with him and 
no matter what shape he's in, no matter how close to death he is, he's going to continue to fight. And I think that's what really makes this interesting is that the element of, you know, you expect that from Raphael because that's just who he is. You didn't expect that from Michelangelo just to kind of see character development and the progression of how they took Michelangelo from that carefree jokester to now he's thrusted. His whole world is gone and he's got to defend them all. Yeah, I think you so. could see Raphael in that in that role. I think you could see Leonardo in that role because Leonardo was always like the leader and the stoic one, and you know what I mean—the one with always had the like level head on his shoulders. Really, <coughs> Donatello, I think, could fit that. What you were saying, like that, be s- surprising that it would be Donatello would be the last one. To- Donatello was always my favorite too, so I might I might just be defending him. But Donatello was like the behind the scenes, the smart one. You know what I mean? And to have him thrust in the forefront like that, Michelangelo is much more intriguing just because of what you exactly you just said. Yeah. As far as he's, you know, cowabunga, like all of the quotes come from yeah. Michelangelo. Every quote that you can think of from the movies or the cartoons is Michelangelo. Yeah. You know, Pizza Man's late, you know, got 30 minutes or whatever that line is. 30 from the movie. seconds. 30 yeah. seconds and free pizza or whatever. Wise man said, forgiveness is divine. But you never pay full price for late pizza. What did you send me the other day? How the hell did the turtles get money for the pizza? Yeah, I was sitting, I was sitting there the other <laughs> night and I couldn't sleep and I was like stealing. How the hell did Michelangelo get ten dollars? It was like a text at two that, in the morning from you. For that pizza. <laughs> was that to both of us or just to you? I don't remember. It was like it was off like out of left field, dude. It was like two o'clock in the morning, this text. I was like, this That's is like, why you're up? Are you out drinking, Matt? What's going on here? <laughs> no, I was just sitting there. I couldn't sleep. Their, like, their pizza hookup is from Pizza Papa. That reminds me of that meme format Papa, where yeah. the girl <laughs> is like, facing away in the bed, and the woman's like, he's probably thinking about other women. And then, you know, Matt, I wonder how they got 10 bucks for pizza. Right? <laughs> like, how do they afford their pizza in Ninja Turtles? Like, how do they afford it's half the meme. stuff they have in this? They're in the sewer. It's totally that meme. Things probably get washed down there all the time. You know I mean, what? That's how probably often are you flushing a ten spot. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. I that never thought about great. that. I really hope. I really hope that Seth Rogen, because the Seth Rogen thing is supposed to touch back to the to the roots of of Ninja Turtles. I hope it's not slapsticky. But re- Seth Rogen has written some not slapsticky stuff. Preacher. I'm hope. I'm hoping that this lives up to my nostalgia I'm sure it will like michael bay's movie was supposed to but moving on to that tomorrow if you're watching this now tomorrow is free comic book day make sure to hit up your local comic shop pick up some free comic books there's some good ones out there this year uh for kind of for everyone you got stranger things buffy archie there's a turtles free comic day book comic day book there's a spider-man venom one um bunny mask the hit avengers from Aftershock. and x uh, Avengers vs. X-Men, Avatar, Avengers X-Men, Eternals. Yes, and Eternals. The, I, forgot I about think the, the origins of the X-Men will be rewritten in this big event that kicks off in that. Clementine, if you're a fan, fan of The Walking Dead and The Walking Dead um, Telltale Games. Dude, that's a super thick one. I was like, whoa, for like a free comic book. The Clementine one is like, it's nice paper. It's extra thick. Can I say it's really cool like that they have free comic book day? That's what she said. 
it is like really, it's yeah. a, it's really cool. That's this is a really cool thing that they do. Like the stranger thing my kids... is also a resident alien. Oh nice. What? Yeah. Okay, I got to go get that. Resident Alien is one of the best TV shows I've ever watched. That show is so fucking good. Ever. But not Resident Alien the TV show, Resident Alien the comic book from which the TV show is based off of. Or is it going to have Alan Tudyk in it? Like, are they going to no, have a likeness probably... of Alan? No, 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 I think it's the it's the Dark Horse comic. The Dark yeah. Horse comic. Yeah. Have you guys watched that show? I, I watched not, the first season. I thought it, I thought it was that great. It was a riot. Oh, dude, it's Alan, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk is just... Yeah. The second season. But everyone, all like the, the all the characters in that were fun. Yeah, but Alan Tudyk makes it, dude. It's like Northern but, um... Exposure with Alien. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Go, go watch that, Max. It's on Peacock. Anna loves it, so I think Kelsey would I like it. I thought you too. were going to cancel our Peacock. What's I didn't because my parents use it. I don't care. I don't want it anymore. I'm you not going to pay for it anymore. I'm not paying anymore. By the way, have you paid me for cable? When was the last time you paid for cable? Oh, my God. Anyways. <laughs> but they have a Three Stooges book and then they have a Nottingham. Nottingham is a pretty interesting book, too. It's kind of a darker uh, retelling of Robin Hood. So. Oh, Nottingham, cool. uh, for those who collect that, this this actually takes place between issues six and seven. Oh, interesting. I find those I, – I want to get into it. Like That's one book I've had to read online because I can't really ever find it. Like it, I missed out on issue one, and it's it's hard to find issue one. But what? Um. So yeah, if you're in the Scottsdale area or any of you, you know, don't live in Phoenix, make sure to hit up your local comic shop tomorrow for free comic book day. Pick up some books. Are you guys doing any events at your shop yeah, tomorrow? A specific one that they should. Well, be I don't know. Right? Giving away forty nine <laughs> different free comics is a pretty big event. That, yeah, it is a big event. <laughs> you know, it was a challenge to even find the space to lay them all out. That's really awesome. I wish they had. I wish they had a comic book store like close to me. I can't even think of where the closest one is. Uh, probably Atomic Comics in Santa Monica or Atomic. Yeah, I think Atomic is the closest one, and that takes like forty-five minutes to get to. No, how how far is the Sam Ryan Gilbert or Chandler? I mean, where is that? Probably like thirty minutes. Where Um, in Chandler is it? It's right down the road from. Um, Greg's on Dobson. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's way farther. You mean the new than the Samurai. One. Yeah, the new Samurai out there. That's way farther than than the Santan Mall. The Santan uh, Santan Mall is the closest. Yeah, Gotham is in uh, is on Main Street, right? In Mesa. Yeah, it's over in downtown Mesa. Is, I, that's, I like there's, uh, that's probably thirty five minutes. The one in Apache Junction. I forget what it's called. Mister E. That might be the closest. AJ's no, mystery not, in Maricopa. Not too far. Oh, that. No, that was, no that was there is one in AJ. Like, the one in AJ. I'm sorry, Ish. I don't mean to be selling other comic book stores. No, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one in AJ um, is cool because you walk in and it literally feels like everything's just going to fall on top of you. Nice. <laughs> you don't. Like, it's just comic boxes stacked. That. that shop. I don't know who owns it now, so I apologize, whatever. But this was in the news, so it's fact. The previous or whatever, the owner of the store got cut up in some sort of meth ring. Yes. And and Jay he ended up, I guess he ended up being involved in a double murder. And they came to the shop <laughs> to arrest him. And as he was coming out with his hands up, I guess he walked by like a Green Lantern poster. So he disappeared from their sight momentarily. And they just fucking blew out the whole store. 
and then nabbed him. Damn. Really? Yeah. But I guess I know someone who shops there, so the store recovered, and I don't don't know what the ownership situation is Jay and I have gone there. That actually happened. It was in the news. Jay and I have gone there a couple times when it was the old owner that got arrested. Jay and I have been there and they, they had some cool, uh, like figures and stuff like stuff other than comic books. So, um, but yeah, the one thing I remember is you walk in, literally walk in the front front door and there's stacks of comic boxes, like 12 high. And it just feels like the whole store is just going to collapse on top of you. It might not be that way with the new owners. I have no idea. Phoenix uh, has a lot of comic book stores. I know. I think, I think I saw we're like top, we're like top five in the nation for, you know, density and, and, you That's know, crazy. I guess the vibrancy of the comic book community. It, it you know. sucks. There's, there's not more out here. Cause I, I think the problem out here is that rent out here for like the, the Nobody wants to commercial buildings. BFE. No, cause, cause if we, if like Santan Valley, for instance, when it'll be the fourth largest city in Arizona. So there's a lot of people here. The problem is, is that everything costs so much more out here for like commercial buildings to rent and everything. It's just it's not so viable. Is some of it? There's some old parts of of Santan Valley, but yeah, most of it is new. It just costs so much. It's not viable to run a comic book shop when they're charging you the the kind of rent that they're charging you. That's why Welcome they're an AJ. That's why they're well, an I don't AJ. Know. I and... Try running a store in Scottsdale. That's not exactly. But you're spill. you're probably getting you're probably getting a lot more traffic because you're in a town like Scottsdale, which is centralized. Well, it helps that we're the only one in Scottsdale, so that, that oh yeah, that makes sense. But like the one in Gilbert, um, it was Sky High Comics or something like that. I forget what it's called. That one's gone. Uh, there was one on Williamsfield and and Higley. That one's gone. It's a bike shop now. Um, there's been out here, but they don't last long. Hmm. But there's a shit ton of people out here. Max There's a lot clustered around that like 6101 202 area. There's like five or six shops within. I think it's because of the, the college is so close to there. That the college, probably adds the accessibility, to it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That probably adds to it. Like we don't have those kind of uh, draws out here, but there, but as far as population is concerned, there's a shit ton of people here. They're building like 4,000. There homes. are a lot of people. They're building, They're like building 4, apartment complexes and people are very mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> so sticks boy. People are up in arms. Sticks on? People are always mad about something. All right, what's next? Sticks boy mentioned the doctor, the free Doctor Who comic. And I wasn't aware that I guess Guinan is now going to be the new Doctor Who. And that is Who? revealed what? in the comic. That's kind of a half Star Trek joke. Oh. No. Star Trek joke, Doctor Who joke, I guess. <laughs> wah, wah. Aren't they um aren't they releasing a new Doctor Who? Like isn't Jody is it Jodie Whittaker that's Doctor Who now? No, it's I don't know the actress's name. Um she kind of looks like Whoopi Goldberg, so that's why I said it's Guinan is now Doctor Who. Oh, so they ha- so they do have a new Doctor Who. They have a totally from what I can tell, according to this comic, and it's a photo cover, so not an art cover. I was like, okay. But that's the one from the show? A very new Doctor Who, yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right, we getting into Doctor Strange. Next up, Doctor so what, Strange. What do you want to do here? Are we gonna. So, do we do ten minutes non spoilers? Are we doing non spoilers completely? Dude, I don't. I don't know how to handle this. Like, I don't know if we should do spoilers or non. Try to do non spoilers because. I think if we give adequate warning, 
What if we all give a very short synopsis? Like, everyone give a very short non-spoiler review. To one section. Yeah, let's yeah, just can do that. everyone give your your quick non-spoiler review. I'll start. I thought I thought the movie was good, not great. I think there were a lot of missed opportunities. Um, but I also think that like there was a lot of great stuff in it. Um again, without spoilers, since this is a spoiler-free part, there were some surprises I I didn't see coming. Um, and while I didn't like watch all the trailers and and I tried not to watch like the TV spots and stuff. I was expecting there to be more. Like, I feel like Spider-Man No Way Home had more big moments than Doctor Strange did. And that was surprising. Uh, I thought Wanda was awesome. And her role in this movie was was not quite what I expected. And, and I was very happy with that. Um, and I, th- I thought it was a cool journey through the multiverse. I thought, I thought there was um, a lot good here, but... It just wasn't great. It was a little underwhelming. I did think, though, um, you mentioned in your post, Matt, you, I think you said you didn't think it was that hard of an R, and then Ish disagreed with you and said it was a really hard, or a hard PG-13, I mean. I would agree with Ish in that regard. I thought it was a very hard PG-13. They took the violence quite far, and at times I was giggling because I'm like, holy crap, this is pretty intense for PG-13. I think it could have um, gone a little farther. Well, I mean, I'll I don't know how much further I'll clarify gone. what I mean by that. <laughs> Too. Like I, go- I would have loved to see an R-rated cut of this, but I feel like they went pretty far. Well, and so my my review, Doctor Strange, is that uh, it was a good attempt at a toned down PG thirteen horror. So when I say that, I mean like most horror movies are R-rated. It's the yeah, blood the and good, the good so ones. So I mean, it's toned down to meet a PG thirteen. So it's a, it's a good attempt at toning down a horror to meet the PG thirteen uh, rating. I enjoyed it for the most part, minus the fact that it's really it it offered a very little um, new additions. It's to me, it was pretty much like I said, the season two of a Wandavision. Um, the, the trailers spoiled way too much, especially the 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 later trailers. It it spoiled I can agree way too much for me. Um, some of those surprises I felt would have been better left not knowing. Um, uh, I totally agree. But you have to admit there are there were some su- surprises. And well, I not, feel not like many, but there calling were. this movie the multiverse, it doesn't do it justice. Because you're only really getting to see two universes. I would say Loki is more multiverse than, than multiverse of madness. Yeah, once we get into the spoilers, I have some questions on the Loki front. So we'll, we'll get into that. But what what about you, Lance? What's your um, synopsis? So I like this movie, and I agree with you. As far as PG-13 horror is concerned, most PG-13 horror movies, in my opinion, suck. Um, this might they be don't one of push... the best PG-13 horrors ever, then. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that, so. I think the so. horror elements were really good. They were There were some really and, cool horror elements. And it, Sam Raimi directs it, and Sam Raimi's like one of you know horror royalty, really. I mean, he did Evil Dead, and like Evil Dead is considered... One of the greatest horror movies of all time, right? I mean, no, maybe not so much horror, but there's an affinity towards towards Evil Dead, Ash and the Evil Dead, and oh, it's a, um, it's a classic. It's a classic, right? Um, so nice they made it there, twice. <laughs> there is a there's a scene in this that reminded me of a Spider-Man Two scene, 
um, just from the the music and stuff. So you definitely feel Sam Raimi's fingerprints on it. I mean, it definitely feels like a Sam Raimi movie. Um, a little bit more, and they could have pushed that bear that that they could have pushed that wall a little bit further as far as PG thirteen is concerned. But it definitely is better than other PG thirteen horror movies I've seen. America Chavez, I loved America Chavez. I thought yes. that was a fantastic addition to she, to the MCU as a whole. And she did awesome. Yeah, and, and I, I think this was her first acting role, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Or is sure. that Miss Marvel is the first acting role? I'm not sure, but I, I looked her up because I was curious. I was like, she's playing a teenager, but I'm gonna guess that she's like 20, 21 or something. Um no, she's 16. And wow. she did a really good job. Like I was very impressed. And I would I'm excited to see more of that character. Um we and we've seen this from the trailer, so I don't feel like I, I'll get in trouble for saying this. So the This is not her first acting role. She was in Babysitter's Club reboot. Um she's been in a couple of, of movies. So this is yeah. not so her that first it's role. Miss Mar it's the girl playing playing yes. uh, Kamala uh, Khan. Yeah. Uh, that's her first act. I knew it was one of them. I just couldn't remember who. Um, the boys are in this from WandaVision, um, Wiccan and uh, Speed, right? That's a spoiler. No, they're in the trailer. I've never, I don't remember seeing them in the trailer. I know she they're said in at that least two trailers. Like, I don't know if you're right about that. I, I don't think you're right about that, Lance. <laughs> they are in the trailers. I promise you they're in the trailer. They're not, they're not in any I trailer I've ever seen. I don't think they are. I'll show you guys after. I know for certain okay. they're in the trailer. Well, they. The, uh, what I'm saying is that that their existence in this movie kind of felt lackluster. But I, don't, I was expecting more. Just, I guess for a brief a brief synopsis, then before we let Ish go, it, if you're wondering about, so if you really have to watch WandaVision to get what's going on in this movie, and so it's basically. America Chavez is this character who's able to jump through the multiverse and Wanda is searching the multiverse for her lost kid, Wiccan and speed. And she's got the dark hold and strange is trying to stop her. So that's pretty much the synopsis for the movie. So what did you, what, what, what's your spoiler free take on it ish? You know, I, I, I had a good time watching it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of, you know, it falls under a lot of the same typical Marvel tropes we've been seeing lately. And and I know I complained about some other movies before. It's this like, is, from is the this movie about way. this movie or is this movie about cameos for another movie? And it kind of, that's why, I, I guess we won't get into that part yet. But there's a certain part of that movie was like, okay. And then I was glad they kind of dispensed with it. Um it's good to see. Yeah, I thought Sam Raimi was kind of on top of his game, brought his uh, his horror game back with him, and that was neat to see. Um, I don't even I don't know if it needs to be an R rated movie. It was for PG thirteen. It was it was pretty scary. It had the scares. Some of the deaths were pretty kind of like people screaming, being burned alive and stuff. Kind of disturbing. Yeah. No, it yeah. was. Also, and definitely, I, yeah, and it is it is definitely a sequel to WandaVision. So if you hadn't seen WandaVision on Disney Plus, I, I don't know how the, any of this movie yeah. makes any sense. So I'm really glad I didn't see the final trailer that was released on May 4th for this movie because it spoiled a lot. Yes, it does. I it like tried and not Kevin Feige to, actually came out. Kevin Feige actually came out and said that that he thought the trailers trailers gave away too much. 
Yeah, there was something that I didn't know going into the movie that I'm watching the trailer. I'm like, well, that's obvious. What? I don't want to say until we get to spoilers. Okay. But so you guys see that Speed and Wiccan were in the trailers? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I didn't give a spoiler. <laughs> I'm trying to be really careful, guys. <laughs> yeah, I thought the Scarlet Witch was, was really badass. She was fu- Elizabeth Olsen. It was really is cool fucking to see awesome, her just dude. fucking, yeah. Go and all this out. is like in WandaVision, she's kind of like for the most part, um, kind of a uh, what's the word like just toned down quite a bit. And in this, until movie, the final like, episode, but yeah, till the final episode. And in this, because she's like mostly like a like a mom housewife in, in most of the series, yeah. And this one, she just she flourishes, man. Like, I really, she I really hope, I really awesome. hope there's more WandaVision or Wanda centric storylines in the future. My favorite scenes in the movie revolved around her. Like, she was amazing. When not every one of my favorite scenes, there's one we'll talk about during spoilers, but she had some of my favorite parts in the whole movie. In the trailer, there's a scene where she has the the blood running down her face, and I'm not going to say what's happening. Oh, that's that so scene, good. that scene was awesome. Oh, so um, good. She, you really get, you really understand, like the the grief and everything that she's feeling. And if you watch WandaVision, like none of that, like you under, you understand the grief that she went through with WandaVision. Like you yeah. really understand it in that scene. I think you should see WandaVision before you go to the movie. Yes. But if you didn't watch hey, WandaVision, that, I, I think you could absolute prerequisite. I, yeah. I think you, yes. But I think if you don't watch WandaVision, they try to give you enough backstory to help a viewer kind of understand, but it would definitely be, fairly confusing without saying stick point says i like how they did america chavez's powers and the character differently than in the comics uh patrick says it was a solid eight out of ten aaron says i haven't seen wandavision but still really enjoyed it but that happened that helps when you have a fiance that has seen wandavision and is very efficient in comics and what's going on can in explain Universe. it all to you it can <laughs> explain it to you yes. yeah anna anna saw <laughs> wandavision and repeatedly like hey what's going on here <laughs> um I, I says, that's the new stuff. disney media machine where feige has no control over the trailers and then aaron says i feel like i understood it <laughs> all right so i liked uh i liked uh america chavez too a lot i did yeah. i did also i didn't really so awesome, there, you can see and notions as to oh i was gonna i'm ready to hate her i was like whatever and they i'm glad we didn't get bogged down with an origin story it was very brief um yeah, she was kind of cool. Also, what we touched on, so the title, Multiverse of Madness, you guys mentioned, we really didn't we really didn't get the multiverse stuff. Like Matt said, we got two different verses. You know, the hand they could have gone all like into the Spider-Verse with this with animated they scenes. Could've. The one the Spider-Verse is a better multiverse paint. movie than this. I could have taken like 20 seconds at least of yeah. the, of the paint multiverse, just some craziness. And then I really felt there was no madness per se the madness was scarlet witch you know but not i don't know not in the all right i think we need to get into spoilers because you guys are you you just said like six things that are spoilers i'm sorry i was gonna say i'm gonna put it like (laughs) this before we tear this movie apart and get into spoilers what is your score on it i know we don't normally give scores but i think this is justified like i gave it a 7.5 out of 10 i'm i'm with pat eight you're gonna go eight out of ten eight out of ten yeah I think I think seven to seven and a half out of ten, which is pretty high praise. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, it was good, not great. Ish, what, what about, about you, you, Ish? 
I don't know. I'm almost thinking of giving it an eight, and that's kind of high for me. Okay, let's think about what so post maybe a seven five. Pandemic era, right? I think so Sam Raimi really elevated his his directing. Yeah. In any in most hands of the typical Marvel directors, it would have just been that. But Raimi really he, he made he, he was made inspired. a spectacle, you know, yeah. that you could get yeah. into. Yeah. Um let's think about like since the pandemic happened. So we've had Black Widow, we've had Shang Chi, we've had this is Eternals, better than Black Widow. We've had Spider Man and this. Spider Man's the, 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 the best. Right? Spider Man's the best. This would be number two. Um, yeah, like I enjoyed Shang Chi. Be close between. Well, let's say let's say since Endgame, because I think this is better than Far From Home. It is better than Far From Home. Yes. Okay, I'm trying to think. If if after Endgame, I'd go No Way Home, Doctor Strange, Far From Home. Okay, Far From Home, and this might be even Shang Chi. I'm going to bump my score to an eight because one the only reason I said it's good, not great, is because it didn't meet my expectations. But when I really think about it, I do like it better than Shang-Chi. So I think, all I right. think, all right. Well, I just wanted to see, I wanted to throw that out there so the listeners can see. Uh, I think it'll be interesting for them to see where we fall after we talk about the spoilers. So who was it that full, commented on Facebook that this didn't add anything to the MCU? That was Matt. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, I disagreed yeah. with that. I feel like Moon Knight adds nothing to the MCU. This oh, I well, do feel like adds well, to the MCU. We'll get into that. So, does everything spoilers. have to add to the MCU though? Can it just be its own good movie and its own? If good it's all connected, story? it should. They, I think whole, every their movie whole mantra is all connected. I think we're getting piece. we almost get bogged down with all this. It has to be so overly serialized and connected and yeah we love it the connected especially has to be consistent but i don't know i expected more connection because it feels like this of what we're actually watching well it feels like this whole phase which by the way if you're not watching we're spoilers now yeah this is your hold on before you yeah let's let's say that periodically give it a minute spoilers from this point on you know we we gave you our spoiler free review if you haven't seen the movie yet and you're watching it on right live or you're listening on the playback, stop now. Have a great night. Enjoy your week, weekend, whatever. Tune in um, after you watch the movie. Come back and hear our opinions on it after you watch the movie. But from this point out, we are spoiling it. It's free reign. No whining in the chat. No bitching, no pissing, no moaning. No comments. You know, We're warning you. It's being spoiled. Go ahead, Max. I don't remember what I was going to say. This is say. like the Salisbury steak spoilery. at Golden Corral. It's spoiled. So... <laughs> Can I just start with the bit with my my most it's all favorite? <laughs> Sorry, hold on. I remember what I was going to say really quick before I forget. Okay. What I was going to say was simply just that when it seems like this current phase of the MCU is about the multiverse, like that's kind of what this phase is trying to to accomplish. This movie felt like it didn't give us enough multiverse. Like I felt like Loki gave me more exciting aspects of the multiverse, even though I have questions on that, which we can get into, than this did. Like you guys said, well, there were like the only more, three or four. The, the Marvel machine Everything felt can, more multiverse. Everything yes. connects. Yes. So I think every Marvel movie has to add more to the next story they're going to tell and yeah. where they've been. And like I said, I felt like this. But that should be di- secondary to telling the story it's trying to tell at the present in your face. 
other than, I mean, it's really just a continuation See, of WandaVision. Like, it, I feel, I feel like this added more. Not take away No Way Home, but out of all the movies that have come out since Endgame, I feel like this added more than any of those other movies outside of No Way Home. Shang Chi doesn't add anything. Black Widow was the only thing it adds is Florence Pugh, which could have been introduced in Hawkeye. Yeah. Black Widow just didn't need to be made. Well, because Shang- that should have been made before and before Eternals adds a lot. Yeah, I think Eternals is the building bricks for it. I mean, that, it opens that, up the that universe a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah, but not to the multiverse. No, but it's no other threads. But to the yeah, to a new direction that they're they wanting to get more into the celestial galactic, which they kind of did a little bit with Guardians, but this is supposed to be like a whole nother level. Well, here's the thing: Marvel's shooting for now. The- Marvel is is trying to split this off, so they want to have movies that focus on the the multiverse. They want to have your street level heroes, and then they want to have they want you to have your your space stuff. So that's you know they're kind of differentiating these things because they're they're trying to run with these three different themes. Well, eventually you're going to have this one big mashup, which this is probably leading to. um, Six wants to know what Eternals added. It opens up the universe to like the celestial creation of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's this actually ties into. An FCBD comic for tomorrow, the Judgment Day one, AXE, Avengers, X-Men, Eternals. So I don't know. You know, they want to make the comics kind of help promote the movies. And in this comic, um, it turns out that the X-Men, the mutant gene, is actually the deviant strain of the Eternals. Oh, really? I didn't make that connection before. Yeah, so that turns the Eternals against all mutants. Because now the mutants are, it well, turns you didn't... out, there. So that's kind of like a retcon of their origin, I guess, in a way. Yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know if that has any impact on the MCU. But I always feel like kind of the comic books kind of... They kind of they've kind of been aligning come. more and more a little bit. Unless you count like their one-off stuff like uh, Dark Ages and things like that. Like the, I don't think those add... Well, which anything, was out but... of continuity, which was out of canon. Yeah, out of... Yeah. But can I just... Like not 616. <sighs> Can I just say, I've been wanting to say this like since I saw the movie, and I've been trying to keep my mouth shut. But there was one moment in the movie that I literally wanted to get out of my seat, and like I was just so happy. And again, this is spoiler territory. John Krasinski. Yeah, I was I so fucking happy. I don't think it is. Wasted. Yes, yes, he dies pretty quickly. Um, from I was glad without even putting because... up a fight. Yes, Mister Fantastic against the Scarlet Witch. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, him to be that was the that was the whole point. And... That was the whole fucking point outsmarter. I... He's the smartest right. human exactly. in the entire Marvel universe. The but number at this point, one she's smartest human. That's a fact. That's on the stat sheet. But he doesn't even. First of all, he doesn't even have a second to really use his intelligence to outsmart this person because he has no idea. Because just sitting in the, really in the in the Illuminati so hall, they're saying, "Oh no, Doctor Strange, you're the biggest threat. Like we'll take care of WandaVision, like or we'll take care of uh, Scarlet Witch, no problem, right?" They they delegitimize her from that point, so he walks into that situation kind of arrogantly, right? And that's what makes that in the world came from his nutsack and he just gets destroyed by (laughs) Scarlet Witch. Because in that moment, he he let his arrogance 
overcloud his intelligence. Like I, I thought it was completely believable. And that was just that, like it introduced John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. I, that was that earth's version of that. Like, I think that that's why I'm glad they got rid of him because that's, not the that's not the ff we're actually going to get even though it might be still yes. be john krasinski obviously I because he even hope... says he goes he goes i have children children plural which means yeah. he's in the final ff story not the origin yes. story not the first hundred comics of kirby not and he even looks john weathered Byrne. right he's a 90s ff at the end yes. of the ff run when they have two kids so i'm like they better not have skipped all over that and then this is what they run with. So when he died, I was like, thank God. When we actually do get the FF, sweet, it'll be Krasinski. But hopefully, like, we'll get a cool origin story and good. I, that's feel, like, I feel like not all just skip these, over everything. I feel like all those characters are towards, like, because they've already had fought Thanos. They Doctor Strange was with them. They killed Doctor Strange. They, you know, Professor Xavier's there. Um you know what I mean? It felt like they were all towards the end yeah, for sure. of their storylines. So that's why I do think that when when hopefully it's John Krasinski, enough, if they yeah. recast him, I'm going to be fucking pissed. But if it's John Krasinski is, is, is Mr. Fantastic, 616 is Mr. Fantastic, it's going to start from the beginning. And what's cool now is that Doctor Strange is already going to have so, a little bit of of knowledge as to who this person is, right? So yeah. it kind of just it it introduces them, but indirectly introduces them, which which yes. I thoroughly and enjoyed. I'm, I'm also going to push back on the he didn't they didn't portray him as smart thing that you said ish because I think they did. Like they didn't give him a ton of screen time, like but in that small even, amount know. of time, he was speaking like very intelligently to Doctor Strange and about all these things. And I'm like, all right, I feel like Mister Fantastic here, Reed Richards is speaking to a peer because Doctor Strange is also really smart. You know, he's but, 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 but if you look at everybody on that the panel, the smartest, Max, the smartest. There is no, no one smarter than Reed. No, Richards. I know, I know, I know. So but you he, are he had like four minutes of screen time. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I think John Krasinski is the unanimous favorite to be Mister Fantastic. Like I have not really seen anybody uh, throw forward a, another viable option. In that role, What's the dude, uh, Glenn, Glenn, uh, the dude from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and AP Bio. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I he looks about. the part, but and he's I definitely he plays a great, arrogant bastard. I will, I will agree though that, um, I was a little like I expected Glenn Richard Glenn Howard, butt kick, Glenn Howard, but I, I do wish he would have put up a little bit of a fight. I wanted to see him use his powers more. Well, I'm, but, I'm, I'm going to tell you that it's going to be Krasinski moving forward because Marvel signs the once Marvel signs you to play a character, you play that character absolutely. moving forward. So it's probably going to be Krasinski. That, but it, wait, let me put kid, a caveat to that: it's not huh? going to be Patrick Stewart. Maybe what? not. It could be. No, it's not going to be Patrick Stewart. Probably that guy's not. Eighty-four. Patrick Stewart probably has already not. come out and said that he, his, his Charles Xavier is going to appear. And another Marvel movie outside of Multiverse of Madness. I don't understand how they could cast Patrick Stewart if they're planning what? on doing. Did, 10 your, did your guys' to 15 audience years have a reaction? Because yeah, some ours, guy when our audience actually laughed. We all laughed at Charles Xavier. 
What? Why? He came out in the fuck. Because I, I get it. It's the cartoon version, but the fucking wheelchair looked like a roller coaster unit. And he did. had his arms. His <laughs> arms were draped all Dude, over. I did not laugh. He at was all. like, there's an intense battle and all these crazy super powered people. And they're like, hello, I am here to save the day. Literally, the whole theater burst out. I felt bad. Yeah, that wasn't. But I, that was wasn't. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> that wasn't. No, I didn't feel that at all. I like love the it. fact that he came out with the X Men theme. Yes. Yeah. And then when he uses his powers and like the stuff comes out of his head, that wheelchair was ridiculous. Oh, but he's supposed it. to be the animated version. I grew up with that cartoon, though. That was how I yeah. developed a love of Marvel. The X-Men cartoon might be one of the greatest cartoon series ever made. Yeah. But see, oh, that, that should have so been happy. in an animated multiverse. But it's going to come. It's going to come with X-Men 97, the the continuation that they're coming out on Disney+. Plus. No, because we already showed it, and he's dead. They snapped his neck. So cartoon Well, I'm sure Xavier that the cartoon is probably going to happen before. I don't know what's going to happen, but the show's coming out. Like we no, know I'm talking about the MCU, on. though. In, the, in this movie, as they're going through the multiverses, there could have been an animated multiverse where we get that. Yeah, I agree. Get those and X-Men with is, the music. Not him rolling out on the Illuminati in the yellow fucking Ghoster Coaster. That is something that I said about Into the... <laughs> that is something I said about Into the Spider-Verse, too. I said, you know, if they do bring Tom Holland into this movie... Into, into the Spider-Verse, because Tom Holland has said repeatedly that he's interested in doing it. I want Tom Holland to be non-animated and have Miles Morales come into his universe being animated. That'd be badass. Yeah, I do like the paint scene when they're flying through the through the different multiverse or the different universes and they turn into paint. I was like, that is yeah, fucking I, awesome. Or when they turned into like cubes. Twenty or, seconds of that. I would have loved to have seen. Something. There was an animated scene in there. You saw that yeah, where they were animated. Brief. Yes. Yeah. It's very brief. Frames. Yes. Yeah. I but felt like the, that that could have been explored a little bit more. They left a lot on the I table agree. as far as the cool multiverse stuff. The way and what yeah. Into the Spider-Verse showed us is possible. Yeah, and that's that was my biggest disappointment. Like I understand that that you're trying to tell a story and like the story should come first, but like could it could they not have added a like 10 second, 20 second, 30 second scene? where they maybe meet like the X-Men movie X-Men, you know, this is like an infinite multiverse, like, or, or something like they just didn't tie it within any of with, they didn't tie it into any of the old Marvel content. And I thought that would have been really cool to bring in something. Well, I Marvel thought that movie. was going to be Deadpool. Cause like Deadpool, you can like, he, it looks like he's on the movie poster. Deadpool seen... was supposed to be in this, but he was cut. You think, yeah, so Sam Raimi came out and said he had two hours and forty minutes, and they cut it down to two hours and five minutes. Yeah, there was there was two other cameos in the movie. Deadpool was confirmed to be one of them, and they they cut it because they said yeah. it just didn't work. You don't know what the other mm. one was? I can't remember what the other one was. Hugh Jackman. But that's what I was hoping. I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't. It wasn't Hugh Jackman. I think. So what I dug Black Bolt was very cool. Did you, you see that was, was so the same actor from Inhumans? Yeah. Yes, and it's fucking Captain Pike from Star Trek. Yeah. From the new Star Trek show, right? Strange New Worlds just dropped on yeah. Thursday. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. And then his death scene might have been the coolest death scene. Yes, yes. That was... So, again, we're in spoiler territory. So if you're tuning in now and you haven't seen the movie, turn it off. Turn us off and come back later. 
I won't, so I won't uh, sealing his mouth shut and then having him blow his oh, brains dude, out was yeah. fucking awesome. That was crazy. That was shocking. And him and him like, executing Strange too in the other scene. Yeah, that yeah. shocked me too. You know, he just he whispers sorry. You know, it was oh, dude, that was what he should have been in the fucking TV show. But yet they made him into this, like, wasn't he wearing a leather jacket and shit? And they gave him hair and he, like, oh, my, he just looked bad in the TV show. And then he totally redeemed himself with this movie. Uh, yeah, this is, yeah, I thought it was a great redemption for uh, for that character. But I still, I still can't get over John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Literally, yeah. my theater clapped. Yeah, one dude You know, he didn't up, have the uh, silver. Fuck yeah, mine. He didn't have the silver tips on the sides, though. He did I, have a I little thought, bit. It wasn't drastic, but it was yeah. it was a little salt and pepper. Well, I guess because Strange has it, so maybe they can't have two yeah. guys in the same Which, movie with that. Okay, if I had to say any bad thing about this movie, like firm bad thing, why does Doctor Strange's face constantly look like he's a Ken doll? I don't like he's a what? Like he's understand. all pla- it looks like he's pra- like the hair looks definitely fake. My wife turned to me and said, "Why does his face look like plastic?" The fir- when he's in the wedding in the beginning, Christine's wedding, his face looks so polished and the hair is so like it looks like a wig. It looks so fucking fake. But he's looked like that in the last couple movies where he just he, when he's in the whole suit and he kind of cleans himself Maybe up. Maybe because he he's looks just like so a fucking crazy, Barbie doll. Pasty white and they got a fucking slap on a ton of. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm flesh, just saying with the amount of onto him, they can make. Um, uh, uh, Hank Pym. What's the actor's name? Is that Michael Douglas? That's Michael oh, Douglas. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Good job. Yes. Uh, they make him look thirty years younger. They make uh, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. look twenty years younger when he's um in Far From Home. They they make all these guys look great, and yet Doctor Strange looks like a fucking Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my next time you thing, watch it, just look at his face. It looks like plastic. My biggest thing with this movie is we've all been waiting since Spider-Man No Way Home to see what the ramifications of the that was. Well, I knew that wasn't going to happen. We per got the, it. Per it the Spider-Man stupid. spell, is he allowed to remember that so he just that's, helped that's Spider-Man my, with the spell? No, that's my my whole like issue with this. I was like, that whole Spider-Man stuff, it's mute and stupid because the event still happened he remembers that it happened with spider-man they (laughs) just don't know who peter parker is so so i i have i have an answer to that this movie was originally supposed to come out before no way home they had to go in really? because i don't know why they decided no i don't think it was i think no No, there's you want me to pull it up supposed to be no it was originally supposed to come out before you remember the original release dates had this coming out before No Way Home. It was all they Benedict Cumberbatch last week came out and said they had to do extensive reshoots after the two uh, movies were flipped. The, so they added those things to give it a little bit of continuity from the previous movie. But the whole movie was filmed with the intention that this was going to happen before No Way Home. Those all just, those things were after the fact. It's still stupid, and they should have just undid it all because the the fact that all the events still took place makes his sacrifice of I want everyone to forget who Peter Parker is dumb, and no point to it. Yeah, I think this. And it makes me think he didn't really if... break open the multiverse. 
Right. And obviously already been there. America Chavez is the one who breaks through multiverses. All he did was break it open for the audience, you know. But in reality, it was it was all there. It all been happening the whole time. All he really did was break open Spider-Man's universe. Yes, correct. All he did was attract some Spider-Man villains. Yeah. It it didn't it was like that that's stupid. It didn't make any I don't know. I still am having trouble getting used to Wong being the sorcerer supreme. Um, and yeah, I don't it, it connects. It. Yeah, it connects. It's the only way to give him to, something to do, probably. Other than show connects, off, say a one-liner, one, and then you're done. This movie connects Wandavision, Loki, and a little bit of what if. Well, actually, a good amount of what if into this movie because you got Captain Carter, you got the the zombies. zombies. And that's kind of like the Charles Xavier reveal and the Captain Carter reveal would have been so much more badass if they weren't ruined. In, yes. In the, in the trailers. Totally. Especially that, the Charles Xavier one. And the fact that uh, you got the I can do this all day from from Captain Carter. And, you know, you got the. the oh, what was the line Xavier did? There was one. Wait, he did I didn't even catch like, that. She said that line. I can do this all day. Yeah. yeah, when she's fighting Wanda, she she said, "I can do this all day." Oh, he said, "Those who path. stumble lose their way," or something like that. That line. So, so I'm looking up this. Exactly. So this is uh this is RadioTimes.com. So it says, but that wasn't the uh while Doctor Strange two was originally supposed to take place before Way No No Way Home with the multiverse plot elements an after effect of what happened in the Benedict Cumberbatch movie. Um, the release order was shifted. But still, you could have had something in it towards the end where the Illuminati forced him to undo it or he had it, it gets undone later on just referencing it and being like oh well this happened with it was Spider-Man an after before. it was an afterthought it was an like, afterthought so you're telling me like, that Reed Richards figured out who Peter Parker was on his own and then he's right like, something's like, wrong there's a spell my thing my thing was is that this they brought Sam Raimi in they just had Tobey Maguire in the last movie they couldn't bring him in just for a small cameo in this one. <laughs> I thought of that during the movie. I was like, come on. I was like, no Kirsten bring, Dunst, bring no Tobey Maguire, no, like, no, like, just I'm saying, why satisfy that something? itch that we have after seeing that fucking masterpiece even, that just happened even a Xavier, few ago. Xavier was like a new version, like a, you know, a deviant or variant or whatever. Like, it wasn't even the one we're familiar with. I was really hoping for that, like, nostalgia hit, and there wasn't one. Yeah. Not really. I there mean, was really there no was the X Men music Stewart. from the '90s. And yeah, you got the X Men music. Come on, you did. Take that. There was something. Don't de- but don't there demand wasn't. more. I am going to demand more because Spider Man. No, don't demand more. So Be with what you got. There was a couple things with no. the Lance Scott Krasinski. I need wag you. Okay, don't give me no choice, beef. The one thing I would have would have preferred when it came to the Illuminati is I would have liked them to switch out captain marvel for namor because that's what the illuminati is supposed to be iron man namor mr fantastic uh charles xavier and uh who else am i forgetting it's not just the four of them is it black bolt black bolt thank you it that's supposed to be the illuminati what sucks is that they didn't put namor in this civil war would have been so much better if it came out after this movie and they could have actually done the fucking storyline that is Civil War with the Illuminati, with the Punisher, with Spider-Man unveiling himself to the to the world. 
You know what I mean? And then No Way Home could have come after that, after he unveils himself to the world and now has to like defend himself, you know? I don't know. There, there was miss because Namor's supposed to be in Black Widow coming up, right? He's the main villain of the Wakanda forever, right? I, Black Widow, Black Panther. I just mm-hmm. still think Widow. that when it came, when it comes to No Way Home, they should have just went the one more day storyline and just, you know, gave up everything instead of the the Peter Parker stuff. That just irks me about this movie. The other thing that bothers me is we get Reed Richards. But there's no talk about Nathaniel, his father, who is Kang the Conqueror. Uh, mm-hmm. And so and I believe like, also okay. member Kang the Conqueror. Oh yeah, he's the yeah, Illuminati member. Is Nathaniel not Reed? Right? Yeah. Or it's when he's got so, the crazy helmet thing. Mm-hmm. And you know all about? the Illuminati, the Illuminati are supposed. You would think would be from different points in the multiverse. But they're all from the same universe, it seems like. Yeah. So maybe there's there's more Illuminatis out there, or there's a bigger Illuminati, and this was just that particular universe. And you couldn't have Robert Downey Jr. come back for a cameo? For what? To be in the Illuminati? Like, it just felt... You're supposed to have the smartest beings in the entire Marvel universe as the Illuminati. Well, Well, he was a different version. Illuminati member, wasn't he? Yes. But yet they throw... They pitch him with Captain Carter. Victor Von Doom... Yeah, which if they're going the Secret War storyline, they have to eventually, right? Well, they don't but have to. They, they it just felt like it felt like you have Patrick Xavier, one of the smartest uh, Marvel uh, characters, Reed Richards, one of the smartest Marvel characters, Black Bolt, the, one of the smartest. smartest, the smartest. I get you ish, but and then Peggy Carter and Captain Marvel just feel a little bit out of place and and i understand that if they take those two out it becomes a man club i get it but that's why they killed the men first and those yeah, two max brought up this the point more had the more extended battle with scarlet Witch. i noticed, so I noticed and if you want to put but captain marvel is captain marvel it almost is became like powerful. an a-force moment right there yeah and i Reed, you could have still had them in it but quickly dispensed with yeah you could have had them still in there, but it would have, I think, had more of an impact if Iron Man was there and Namor was there and who was the other one I was forgetting? No, they were all there except those two, right? Those two got swapped out for Captain Marvel and, and Captain Carter. Yeah, I mean, hey, Xavier put up a little bit of a fight, though. He put up a little bit. Well, he almost freed That her. was kind of a cool scene where he went into that her mind cool. and she was hiding well, in that... like, the little cave thing and it was all yeah. right. That reminded me of the X Men animated series. I remember Xavier doing stuff like that in that series. And getting, his neck, free. his his death scene, the way his neck was snapped, was pretty kind of gruesome and disturbing. Yeah, it was. And Sticks brings brings up a valid point. Thanos was not snapped away by Iron Man, so in this universe, Iron Man didn't die. It was Doctor Strange that Ooh, killed Thanos. Correct. That's true. So Iron Man could have easily existed in this in this universe. Yeah, but just in general, they showed the the battle of Thanos because you saw his body there, nice and dead. There wasn't really any familiar heroes except for Captain Marvel. I think that's the only one that crosses over. But that's a different Captain Marvel. I know, but like as far as hero names, that's the only one that crosses over with our battle, well, 616's battle with Thanos. Or Doctor Strange. But, sorry, yes, you're right, Doctor Strange. 
Okay, so can I can I ask a question? I want to. I want you guys to help me understand something when it comes to Loki and stuff, because I'm I just I don't understand because I thought Loki was like related to the multiverse that show the show Loki, but it I just don't get it. Like, where's the TVA and all this? The TVA doesn't. Well, that's seem to time. Care about that's these... time. That's not multiverse. That's time variance. You're right. No, but but here's like the, thing, the multiverse aren't when they don't clip the branches, doesn't it create a branch reality and that's a new universe? Or am I misunderstanding? No, a new so, timeline. So it's a new timeline. So it would be so a new where, timeline. So we might we might have two like big concepts button heads here: time and multiverse. Okay, you know what? I was right then. When we were reviewing this at the beginning of Absolute Geek, when well, not the beginning of Absolute Geek, but with the beginning when Lance and I joined. I was getting crap in the chat because people are like, Max and Lance don't get it. Explain the multiverse to them. And I was like, but I don't think this is the multiverse. This is like timelines. So that's how you understand it too. It's a timeline right. thing, not see. But multiverse. I don't. But I'm having no, trouble. Loki is a timeline thing. This is Loki a multiverse. Is a this movie. Yeah, yeah. This this is clearly. But I, when we were watching Loki, I was trying to make the comment that this isn't a multiverse thing so much as 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 it's so all a the multiverses thing. have to go with this holy timeline, the one singular timeline. All the multiverses. Yeah. So you'd okay. imagine so, one of those little branches would create would also be branches grabbing multiverses with them. Oh, okay. This is so you're saying more sense to because me. so you're saying that a branch within six one six could impact eight eight three. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. So it has an impact on the multiverse. So, so okay. That may so the question Sticks, I was going to ask right was there. like it's like Back to the Future. It's a whole new skewed nineteen eighty five gets created when Biff gets the almanac. See, but yeah. it's hard for I think it's hard for the general audience to disassociate branch timelines and multiverse because i didn't realize that till just this moment because to me a branch timeline seems because the way they show the graphic on on uh on the tva monitors is they have the straight line and then all these branches floating off correct yes and that makes it look like there's there's different like a timeline is is associated with the multiverse so it, it it's a little confusing because We're getting some hard question... sci-fi here. The question <laughs> yeah. is: Is time is time the consistent through all multiverses? I'm assuming it is. I'm assuming time is the bigger thing that encompasses all the all the multiverses exist within time. They're subservient to time. If that makes sense. So how do so? But, but you can argue maybe and there's a multiverse where time operates completely differently, which I don't even know really what that means. And then see, that that's case, what I would. That case, the yeah, it just gets apart, confusing. Then. It just and gets I would confusing. imagine there is a multiverse where time where time operates. We need like a string theory physicist to like come on the show, right? <laughs> but well, you, you can understand my confusion, right? Because the way the graphic shows it in Loki, it makes it look like all these branched realities. Because they call them branched realities, right? Makes it sound like multiverse. Reality is such a vague. See, and I didn't though. think that. I thought it was just an alternate timeline. I didn't think it was so, a different universe. So my thing is, is that. Yeah, I thought it's the time killing of variance authority. It's time. I thought killing, you know, uh, was it you know who? Is that what they call him in it? Kang. It's Kang, but in the show, what are they? Or he that remains, right? He yeah. that remains. So I thought that you know who. <laughs> yeah, I thought they. <laughs> I I thought they. I thought that killing him created 
or like broke the multiverse. And then I thought the Spider-Man thing broke the multiverse. And now it's apparently Wanda breaking the multiverse. Like what broke the multiverse? A collection of all of it. I think think, America Chavez. Yeah. That's her power is breaking the multiverse. They either exist all parallel to each other or all, you know, in a, in a in a cohesion together or what what does breaking the multiverse even mean here in the poster we see shards of glass and but the multiverses yeah. they didn't collide and combine like they still exist independent of each other but right? it's, it's in america the breaking of the multiverse for these individual characters though because i think it's breaking the multiverse for their these individual characters because the spider-man stuff has no ramification on anything going on in this movie other than Oh well, Spider Man tried to do the multiverse thing, and you know, da 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 da, da and it. Well, each multiverse. All, all that did for his right? world is make everyone forget who Peter Parker is. So that ramification had more effect on Spider Man than it had any on Doctor Strange. It affected really Doctor Strange in no way, shape, or form. The the see breaking, that's why killing, I feel like these two movies would have made more sense if they were flipped. Because killing, at the end of this movie, we get the reveal of Clea, right? King killing Clea, Kang or the, he who remains in Loki is big because he is the one the keeper of that one singular consistent timeline and when you kill him that it, he's he's trying to stop the evil version of himself from taking over that timeline so when you kill him that is free reign that breaks that timeline so now that's splintering off and all these different versions of kang rama tut you know it gives way to all of the the different versions of kang throughout the history so that's kind of focusing that focusing that i think you're the time and the multiverse thing are kind of running parallel to each other they're different effects but they're very parallel to each other and i can see where you're saying that it gets confusing but like i feel like a lot of our questions are going to be answered with ant-man probably and loki season two and but time is is the quantum verse the quantum verse exists within the 616 but yeah. kang is the main villain of of quantumania right yeah so i feel i feel like that the, the ant-man is going to be kind of like that pivotal like moment sticks just in it chavez doesn't break it she just is able to travel through it yeah because she's the only one that can't break it right because she does not exist in any no she exists any other in universe. one with just the one, but not yeah. in any. So there's multiple oh, versions see. of Doctor Strange. That's the cool thing. Yeah, she. Yeah, Marvel. she says that she's she's unique, right? She's Through the only all, one that she says only she's only of. aware of what seventy eight multiverses. Yeah, and out of those seventy eight, she's a unique being. Yes. So That's, yeah. So what I, what I was saying before is like I think it would make it would have made more sense if this movie came out before No Way Home because at the end of this movie, the stinger, the end credits is. Clea comes. It was Charlize Theron talking about incursions. Terrible. They could have. I thought she was. I thought she looked extremely comic accurate. Like I thought. No, that she doesn't. That great. doesn't mean it translates well to live action. I thought she I looked but great. See, I disagree. I, I don't think terrible. these two movies swapping makes any difference because you don't. You only see two universes in this movie. They they call it the multiverse of madness, but that's that's kind of misleading because they're falling through all the other ones. And and they go two, to three. Three. Seconds, no, but what. But, like, but only two new ones. You're right. But what I, what I was saying is that that you introduce Clea at the end of this one, and then that makes the ramifications of No Way Home that much greater because all these beings being in this world are also going to create an incursion. 
right? But they're only Spider-Man. They're they're only Spider-Man villains. And then you get the question of what, but how? Because you look at Morbius, and the end scene of Morbius is this six one six version of Vulture is somehow plopped into the. It doesn't you know, get the direct, shot back. The director of That's Morbius, Morbius said it's not six one six Vulture. But then, how does he know who? Well, that doesn't help make it make any more sense. It doesn't make any Morbius sense. Morbius just needs to be stricken from the record. Well, in my it opinion. can make sense. It's just to me because they, like, like Vulture looks the same in other universes, and he just happens to know who Spider Man is. His suit's completely different. I know I brought up that point. Yeah, so it can it can make sense. But how, how did it, how do you get all the Star Tech right? Exactly. <laughs> to me, like when they started all this stuff, they had that big whiteboard that said. We need to keep track of this stuff because this multiverse stuff is going to get very messy. And it feels like it's already very messy. Because You know why it's going to be okay, guys? Because it gets messy in the comic books, too. Yeah. It does. No, it's comic messy. books, just, comic just... books are ne- were never perfect with all the crazy multiverses and retconning. And I mean, yeah. come on. What, what are some of the crazy th- things we've gone through in the comic books? It's going to happen in the movies, too. That's I'm just, just absolutely story. I'm just saying that that at the end of spider-man it makes you feel like these people the these alternate versions have to be sent home well why do they have to be sent home because the because those things are opening up in the sky right they're going to be that is an incursion right because an incursion is when somebody is in a mult uh, in a different universe for too long and those two those two universes start to collide and one overtakes the other right which is what happens in into the spider-verse like that's what's happening. Oh in the yeah, they start movie. glitching and stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah. by introducing Clea, if if Doctor Strange came first, you introduce Clea and you introduce the concept of incursions. That makes Spider Man make a lot more sense as to why these things are happening. Not re- not really. How so? Well, he look at this. The incursion was created in this. Not by, I don't think it's by Strange, it's by Wanda. She destroys the Darkhold, and so therefore, th- she destroys the Darkhold across every universe. But that's not what an incursion is. It, the incursion is two timelines crashing into each other, or two from universes someone, crashing into each other. From someone being in that alternate, alternate universe for too long. It's from someone affecting that universe. So she can destroys the dark hold across all these universes. And essentially doing that makes certain Marvel projects that are coming up mute. Like Agatha If the dark hold's gone. Why do we have, why are we getting an Agatha show? It doesn't make sense anymore. So, well, we have she no just be a dark and also strange dream walking, because remember the, he had the eye of Agamotto on his head which my wife did. thought was the dumbest looking thing ever. I agree. And it then, looks so dumb. But that's how it happens in the com in the comics. The eye Agamotto wasn't a medallion around his neck. It was the the eye on his head that allowed him to see basically truth. I'm just saying it looked see really cheesy. All illusions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's just okay. So he oh okay okay that makes more sense because in the beginning of the movie when he sees Gore, um, what's the thing that's attacking the one eyed monster? Gorgantua. You know what I'm trying to say. The yeah. octopus Gorg- thing with the one yes. eye. Yeah. Um, he uses the eye of Agamotto and it, it, it kind of like removes the shield. Which he shouldn't even be in this movie because he's a fucking Namor villain. So he should have been in Wakanda forever, but or 
you know, whatever. Anyone notice when that when the creature was crawling up the building, it was exactly like Doc Doc crawling yep. up in Spider Man Two. That was That's probably very saying, easy dude. for Sam Raimi to film that scene. He was probably like, I know exactly oh, that's, how this one plays out. He Michael Bayed it. So that's what it yes. was. <laughs> yeah, you guys said that earlier in the show about Michael Bay recycling his scenes. That so, was exactly kind of an example of that. What's his name? Um, okay, Sticks. Sticks is saying Agatha gets freed from uh, Bruce Campbell. Agatha Bruce gets freed after the Darkhold is destroyed. Her powers aren't directly created from the Darkhold. She already has powers like Wanda. Yeah. So when the dark holds destroyed, she gets freed. Yeah, that's kind of how I take it. She's still a witch. She still has powers. She was already f- f- when she captured by the dark hold. She, uh, she wasn't. Wanda she was, at the Wanda end of Wanda her. with the dark hold traps okay. her in this universe. Or so, in the in the town, okay. she's trapped in that town. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But so Bruce Campbell's other cameo was actually supposed to be Mysterio, and they cut the Mysterio and Deadpool cameos. And then oh, gave him the the other part of Pizza Poppy, and which that was a stupid after credit scene too. <laughs> should uh, should Pizza Papa laugh, be maybe. the new Stanley cameo? Maybe. No, I still think Deadpool Not should Bruce be Campbell, Stanley Pizza cameo. Papa. Yeah, <laughs> I still think Deadpool you know what? should I, be the Stanley cameo. I thought what Strange actually did to Pizza Papa was wrong. Like this is fucked for up. three weeks, the dude was fucking. Pounding himself, the yeah, himself. Messed yeah. up. because of what he he was well in his right to call out Doctor Strange in his universe. It made no sense. That this guy just walked up wearing the cape, so he was like, "Where did you steal that cape?" It's like, come on, like. Plus, they didn't pay for the his, food. He said so. He said something that offended Doctor Strange, which, by the way, with pizza balls look delicious for three weeks. I thought that <laughs> I was thought kind of an gross. immoral move. I'm with you, dude. Pizza they, balls they did stole... it for a laugh. I was like, yeah, even, I was like, yeah, it was funny, to but pay? I was like, oh, that's a little cruel. Like, so Bruce there. Campbell was supposed to be Mysterio in Spider-Man Four. Yes, yes, he was supposed to make that cameo in here, and they cut it. Yeah, that would have been pretty shame. cool. I don't know. I I like this movie. But well, then everyone my... would have been, "Where's Jake Gyllenhaal?" But see, so here's another thing with with No Way Home. I know we're talking about. Doctor Multiverse Madness, but here's another one with No Way Home. When we get the multiverse ripped open for Spider-Man and start of Spider-Verse, really, it starts because the of Mysterio opening those two worlds, the the Ultimate Universe and the Six One Six for Spider-Man, and where he meets Miles Morales and all that kicks off the you know leads into into the Spider-Verse. They should have done that. If they were going to do multiversal stuff in No Way Home, they should have kicked that off in Far From Home and had Mysterio be the respons- be responsible for that. Yeah, but they, they talk about him home, being from another universe. Mysterio mentions the multiverse in Far From right. Home. But so it, they but should have fake. had him. And they joke that it's yeah, like, fake. oh, that, who would believe that? No, yeah. real. That's the one thing I, ha- I had an issue with with because in in I remember from Mysterio like he's a special effects coordinator, but he does have some powers, right? It's no, he uses like his special effects training as his illusions. He doesn't really have like physical powers. Yeah, he's so how does smart. he open up the multiverse? He's not Reed Richards smart, but he's super smart. He uses a he creates a device uh, that rips the multiverse and like a 
transporter essentially like he's trying to make an illusion i don't remember that rips them off. well probably because you didn't read spider-man comic book the crossover where peter parker goes into the ultimate universe and meets miles and then my, he comes back and decides i'm gonna look up what 616 miles is like and it's like oh shit and you find out like he's some piece of shit then they do a spider-man seek two sequel and then it leads into the spider-verse stuff so and yeah, it was all directly mysterio's it's it's worth reading it was mysterio's like direct involvement that caused them two to meet in the first place but hmm. that i mean my biggest gripe is like the horror aspects of it were fine they used a lot of jump scares like the i thought the rolling red mist was cool and then wanda coming out and snapping xavier's neck was dope my biggest thing is like you call it the multiverse of madness you really don't get any multiverse stuff you get two universes and they fall through like 30 more and you get that briefly like i could they could have spent a little bit more time teased, making yeah. the in in the un- multiverses and making it really feel multiversal um i love the introduction of the the illuminati but I don't like how easily they were dispatched for the smartest, most powerful beings in this universe set by put in place by Dr. Strange that they're just easily dispatched by Wanda. I think that like that, that just goes, I see. I have, I don't have a problem with that. I just think about because it shows their arrogance when they're basically putting Dr. Strange on trial and but because see, they're of that aware arrogance. Of, here's my issue. And I agree with Ish on this. They're aware of Wanda. They're aware of what Wanda can do. They're aware of the Scarlet Witch. They talk about the dark hole. They they talk about that, and Reed Richards would have come up with some contingency contingency to protect them from her, being the smartest man in the Marvel universe, and he's just shredded. But instantly. were they were they really aware that Wanda could do this? Because they say that line of "You are the threat to the multiverse." We will take care of Wanda. Like it just seems so. They were able to design a, a cage to fucking imprison her, and right. I just control her just powers with the, the fucking handcuffs. Stop his power. Yeah, exactly. It just feels it. It. I don't know. I, don't I just know. felt I like think... they walked in that whole situation so arrogant and thought that they were going to be able to just handle this thing really quick. I can see where the Hudson Hawk and Matt are coming from because they were so aware of the multiverse they had named at least like 800 and like something of them so it seems to me that they should have been at least a little aware of the scarlet witch and like her capabilities so i didn't have that complaint going in Uh, and i'm still okay with it but whatever they talk about how the same events happen in these universe in these multiverses the same events take place so that you know yeah. Right. The Thanos stuff, the Scarlet Witch stuff. So obviously they're they talk like they're very aware of of what Wanda is and what she's capable and especially their vast knowledge of the Dark Hold and what it can do since they have to obliterate their strange for using it. You know, it's just how can she go just, try to find a vision from another multiverse? Right, exactly. That was one beef that I had. You have white vision, fly away at the end of WandaVision. This is technically WandaVision season two. Where the hell was Vision? Why do they have all these scenes he was off of her robot babies with someone else? <laughs> they, why do they have all these scenes of her in her house with her two children, and and Vision's not there? Why wasn't uh, he there? That's a good question. And I why doesn't she thing. have? Why doesn't she have the same, um, 
you know, the whole thing is that she wants to be with her kids again, which we see at the end of WandaVision too, that she wants to be with her kids again. She doesn't want to be with Vision again? Like why isn't why is I don't I just don't get it. I don't understand why he wasn't there. Well, here's a question. Is she dead? I don't think I she is. I hope not. Because this was the most interesting I've seen her. I think she I think this was kind of that final if she comes back, it's gonna be in the Agatha show. But this kind of felt kind of final. But again, you guys don't think she'll ever up. be an Avenger again? I don't know. It's tough because she's done some she's pretty messed up stuff. But guys, the thing we're missing here is death doesn't matter anymore because they open the multiverse. They can, you're gonna you can get a variant of Wanda to come in here sure. and take you know take which over. Which we for saw, anybody, which so. we saw about what thirty of them. Yeah. <laughs> so you're never. You, um, you, my thing is, I hope she's not. not yeah, my thing is, I hope she's not because eventually we're gonna get Magneto, and I want to see that whole thing play out. Magneto is the father of wanda and and pietro and now they're both dead richard boner well, isn't, isn't speaking of i am your father wasn't uh when he met baron mordo that was so fucking lando on cloud city greeting yes yes it was i agree yeah. just throw that out there so i hope she's not dead but in the comics, doesn't Scarlet Witch usually start as a bad guy and then becomes a good guy? Wasn't that she's one of gone back and forth? She's gone back and forth. I hope she's not dead because I want to see House of M. I would. I wish they would have saved like her psycho reality bending stuff for a House of M storyline. Because how sweet would it be to see the No More Mutants whispered and the big screen and just. Poof, gone. Well, wasn't that the theory for a long time that this was going to be an adaptation of House of M? Yeah, it was. It has. It it definitely has House of M undertones. But yeah, I I loved her though. Seriously, the scene that had me the most pumped the whole movie was at the beginning when she's at Comertage and just takes out the entire army of sorcerers by herself. I thought that was. What'd you guys so think cool. of their like magic cannons and stuff? Oh, that was dope. I thought I thought it was cool. <laughs> kind of cheesy, but it was cool. I mean, it's a comic book movie. It's going to be some cheesy stuff at times. And, and like yeah. her, her breaking the shield down by getting in their minds and, dude. Yeah. I loved her. I also just love Elizabeth Olsen. I I think she's no, a I don't good usually, actress. I I usually don't find her that attractive. In this movie, she, she there is was scenes where so she was pretty, pretty hot. Yeah, her nose looked a little less Michael Jackson Jackson ish. Well, I just think she's Jeez. a really powerful character. <laughs> I I really enjoyed her portrayal, and then the way she was taking out the Illuminati was gruesome. And she gives a good performance. Good. She gives sure, a very good performance, and she did she a very good job now. as a villain. She's definitely not her sister's. Yeah. <laughs> She's no. a much better actress than her sisters ever were. I mean, you know what I thought like, was interesting is as a sequel, sequel to the first Doctor Strange, yet not a sequel as far as Baron Mordo is concerned. Right? Yeah, because the they tease... at, the, at the end of the first Doctor Strange movie, they set up a whole new Mordo storyline. And 
totally in my mind this was going to continue that and it was like no this was the other uh, totally other mordo and they went, yeah i was surprised know. it wasn't so are they ever going to go mordo. back to that mordo are we going to get yeah are we going to get the 616 mordo story back i don't think we are i think strange was essentially saying that mordo <laughs> has been trying to kill him because <laughs> because um it's been six years since that original movie came out and so what that's 11 years now in MCU there's two time? hanging storylines that bug me in the mcu the vulture and mordo yeah i thought mordo was going to be 616 and, and it's like i'm going to go point. back and finish those stories yeah well and then and then you know, the at vulture the end being of scorpion in the prison at the, at the end of shang chi we see him and wong meet how come there was no reference to that like wong in this movie like hey maybe we should call shang chi to help us or something like i don't i, I just mean, think wong's and wong's in so many different places as a source supreme he can't keep it straight so they just don't even talk about it that was a really funny gag throughout the whole movie about the bowing thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I giggled every time i okay. also liked does he shoot spider webs out of his butt speaking of spider <laughs> which we kind of yeah. got that we kind of got an allusion to that uh in the no way home right when they're asking yeah. toby mcguire did they come out of anywhere anywhere? else <laughs> yeah. yeah so um, i like the source of supreme jabs too you're not so supreme in this universe because in the my doctor strange were sorcerer supreme <laughs> yeah burrito supreme and a cutlass supreme stick boy says mortal was fine he turned out to be jealous of strange and that's why he voted to kill him um Sure, but in the 616, the first Doctor Strange movie ended with a whole setup for a Mordo story. Yes. Yeah. So this this does not satisfy that. At all. No, it doesn't. And it doesn't sound like the next and one will either. So that's one of the things the final trailer spoiled for me. I still thought Mordo was going to play a big role going in because that me was too. what was set up. And then the, the final trailer shows us Wanda's the bad guy. I was going in just thinking, you know what? She's going to be teaming up and helping him. But that final trailer showed, nope. Or he'd be manipulating her, using her. Or something. I kind of... The trailer didn't didn't ruin the Wanda vision. Like, the trailer didn't ruin the Wanda storyline for me because I kind of assumed that she was going to be a bad guy based on the end of Wanda vision when she's researching the Darkhold and knowing what the Darkhold does to people. I assumed... That she was going to be the bad guy. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew she was too. With the end, well, the way WandaVision ends, where she's sitting there meditating and she hears her kids' voices at the end of it and and stuff. And they try to do the misdirect in the trailer, making it look like she was a, a good guy and Strange was going to her for help. But yeah, it worked on me. You know, I, I kind of got that feeling too. the The thing that, like I said, the trailer all the trailers really spoiled for me was the Illuminati stuff. The, the reveal yeah, of I wish that Captain Carter being in the movie, Haley Atwell in that costume, the reveal of um, Xavier, like people were speculating on the Illuminati being in this for a long time, but they should have just left it at that. They shouldn't have showed any of that in the trailers. No, they didn't like, need to. And even if they did, they didn't need to show Patrick Stewart. Right. They didn't even have to have his voice so, in the does first. Does this mean you guys will be thing. more wary of trailers now? Because I know people have completely well, sworn off trailers for this reason. They're like, I just don't do trailers. 
whatsoever. Well, I can tell you I that can't. No Way Home was ruined for me because of the amount of articles that came out that I read. So this this movie, I stayed completely away from articles. Same. I think if I wouldn't have watched the trailer, this movie might have been a little bit more impactful for me. Well, look at it like this. Well, the Reed Richards thing was leaked like a week prior to the release. But I haven't yeah. been reading I, anything. I, I that was all over the internet. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, who, I, was I, sad, who was sad that they didn't get Tom Cruise as Iron Man? So I that's care about that. that. Yeah, is Invincible Iron Man or the Ultimate I, um, Iron Man? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's hard I think not the to reason, watch the trailers. I think the well, reason that this movie was that so many trailers came out for this and spoiled a lot of things. I think that's the whole reason that Thor Love and Thunder's trailer was pushed so long. Like they had to get a trailer out to to generate buzz for this movie that comes out what in a month. So they had to give you something, and I think Thor's trailer does it right. Like it it gives you just enough, and it gives you that reveal of her of her as Thor, of Jane Foster as Thor. Which we already know everyone Jane knows. Is coming, we already right? knew. Yeah, they said yeah. that. No big shock. Yeah. Right. So. So that trailer's fine. Here's here's my issue. Here's why I say I can't not watch the trailers. I could I could avoid them at home, but I love going to the movies. And so unless I make a habit of always showing up 15 to 20 minutes late, I'm just going to see the but trailer. But theaters don't show the, the late theater. show the late trailers. They always show the They first show the trailer. first one usually. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So I could try so to start I agree avoiding. with you. So if you stick to the theatrical trailers, I think you're good because most of them are just kind of teaser territory for the most part. Yeah, Though we got a new part. Buzz Lightyear trailer that I felt like I just hold, watched the whole entire fucking movie. I don't, I don't need to see well, it. Well, that's the one I saw ahead of the movie. That was That's what I just saw. Yeah, that was Dr. particular. I was like, but I think they do that to kids because for a kid, it doesn't matter. A kid wants to like, they got to well, feed him like, this is what the movie is going to be yeah. about. Oh, yeah. It a honestly kid... made me less excited. I actually don't like the direction they're taking the story. I'm like, yeah. I don't really like that. Uh, yeah. Hey, the Buzz Lightyear movie is supposed to be the, the movie that Andy saw that made him love Buzz Lightyear. I'm there for it. I was excited by it. And I'm excited for Top Gun Maverick, too. I'm not. Even though I I'm not. I, I might boycott good. it. Any fucking movie about rah-rah American patriotic militarism that lets the communists, the Chinese Communist Party actually edit production details. Fuck that noise. That's just me. Yelling at clouds, or yeah, like they tried to do movie, it with No this... Way Home and say we don't want the Statue of Liberty in it, and they Marvel yeah, and they basically said suck it. I'm glad yeah, this movie's did. not playing in China either, from what I understand. Yeah, and you know what's stupid? I want to yeah, China that up determined elements in the movie that were changed, like they removed the fucking Taiwan and Japanese patch off his jacket for oh, China. Top a movie about a, a movie about American patriotism. Yeah. Oh, in Top Gun, you mean? Yes. No, but this so, movie's not playing right. in China. No, this movie's not playing in a lot of places just because America Chavez is, has two gay moms or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, that is so not, like, a big was part of the movie. the movie. Was that even made clear in the movie? Yeah, it's made well, super clear. Other than when they're oh, showing yeah, she says my two in moms. Portal. Yeah. Yeah, I think Did the character's also moms? gay. But, but whatever that was. In the comic just... books, yeah, but you didn't feel that in the movie. She's fucking 16. Like, what's she going to be munching No, it, it didn't matter. She's... <laughs> Well, then you have a whole just, section, a twenty-minute rug munching scene, just so you get that. I I just don't get it, man. Like, like she has she has two moms. Okay, whatever. You you're not going to show the movie because of that. That's just I don't know. The sensitivity people, uh, of people, just in general. I have the same conversation when it comes to that um, the Pixar movie that came out. 
Oh, Turning Red? Yeah. Great movie. My sister will not let her kids watch it. Because of the period talk? The period talk, and then there's some... (laughs) Periods exist. Yeah, and there's some there's some LGBTQ things in there. Uh, I don't remember remember from what, but... I don't remember anything like that in the movie, but... I don't know. It just... These things Wait, how do we get to this world. topic from Doctor Strange? What were we talking I was about? They're not showing the... it in China. Because oh, okay, the, the censorship of character. Marvel, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just, I don't, these things exist in the world. Are you just sheltering your, your, I just don't get it, man. And come I don't get it. China, you see what we want you to see. I, I just don't, I don't understand it, man. I don't understand. What'd you guys feel about the uh, like, Avatar trailer? I thought that movie is like big. Who cares? Kind thirty of? years too really? late. Really? My my feet are like gassed. Everyone's like oh, Avatar. <sighs> I thought the Why? CGI looked just okay, which I was expecting it to blow me away. Because it's been like ten years in the making. Yeah, well, and like that's you know James Cameron's first thing. ever underwater motion I... capture. Oh, was it? it I didn't is, know yeah. that. I mean, it look it looks pretty and i'll go see it but i'm not like underwater i'm not i'm not amped for it and i loved the first one for a while i told people it was one of my favorite movies but it's just a lot i'm amped for it man it's fucking james cameron yeah and he hasn't made a he hasn't made a movie in 12 years I've waited well, he 12 was, years. He I thought he made the latest Terminator. He was involved in the latest Terminator. I don't think he, had, he directed it. He had nothing it. to do with that. He put his name on it. That's not a James I don't know, Cameron. Man. I, just... I like the latest Terminator, but anyway. <sighs> Jake Sully has joined this tribe, and he's still walking around with a big-ass gun. The fuck is yeah. You'll see. It probably, it'll, it's probably going to be dumb as shit. What, Top Gun? No. No, Avatar. Avatar, no, Avatar. Is that Jake Sully? I, I think we're uh I think we're near Dude, the if end you, of the podcast. I'm telling People you, Matt, are... <laughs> Lance, if you don't wanna if you if that Top Gun movie doesn't look interesting to you, watch Lady Gaga's new music video for the song she did for it and it'll change your mind. I just think it's one of those rad. movies that didn't need to be made. Oh dude, I think it's gonna they, be rad as shit. They showed a clip ahead of Doctor Strange for Top Gun. It made me a little more interested, but I'm still not that interested in the movie. I just I don't I don't know, man. John, the just... actor John Hamm on a podcast said he thinks Tom Cruise may win an Oscar for this. Oh my god! It looks he like it's going it to be a rad straight, movie. He said it with dude. a straight face. <laughs> Let's just say I'm not. I'm not going to be lining up the first week to watch it. I'll watch it when the theaters are a little less crowded. I now, you want to know what's a feel, fucking awesome movie? You want to know what's an awesome movie that Max and I saw last week? The the massive talent. That's, oh my god. That's, that's fucking awesome. Page. I want to see that. That was hilarious. Oh, that movie is so fucking awesome. It's so good. I like that movie better than this one. Massive talent, really? The unbearable so, weight of massive talent. It was, it was, it was pretty so funny. good, dude. It was so I walked out with the biggest smile on my face. That movie was awesome. <laughs> Sticks boys ready for Iron Eagle 5. <laughs> and Red Who Dawn 2. <laughs> I liked the reboot of Red Dawn. It bombed, though, but it I liked sucked. it with Chris Hemsworth. Well, it's a popcorn I, movie. I never saw the original, so I don't have anything to compare it to. I Josh, liked it. Josh Peck and Chris Hemsworth is that who was in it? Yeah, Hard Pass. I liked it, but all right, I think we beat the shit out of this movie. Pros and cons. I think it was fair on both ends, but I still think 
you know, it could have been better. It's not what. Oh, can I say one I thing? Go ahead. Uh, Christine Palmer was absolutely awful in this movie. Rachel McAdams was awful. Every I, line that came out of her mouth was eye rolling. I disagree with you. I thought she was fine. Oh, annoyingly awful. Aaron turned to me during the movie and she was like, I feel like that shit on her face is getting bigger by the second. Her little, like, the whatever mole. she got on the side of her face, her mole. Yeah, she's like, the thing is getting bigger by the second. <laughs> and we didn't talk about the fucking coolest scene of the movie. The fucking music note scene was fucking awesome. Oh, I thought oh, that was yes. terrible. I was gonna mention I hated that, that. I thought that was awesome. But that's not that's not surprising to me, Max, that you hated that because it 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 was so reminiscent of the doctor or of Doc Ock in the hospital of Spider Man Two. Like the music was similar. Like it was a, like, the music was fine. I just thought it was so. Oh, I loved every second of dumb. it. That is the point of the movie it. that I was like sitting on the edge of my seat. I loved it. Loved I, it. And that one I little harp it. note, ping, mm-hmm. and yeah. it just floats across. Ah, I, that that was was I loved that it was and gold. hated it at the same that time. Because like when he's got like the big section where it's like dun, 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 when it the music him, was I cool. literally laughed out loud at it. Like I was like, that's so dumb. But like, that is typical Sam Raimi. That's like typical Sam Raimi, like a typical Sam Raimi scene right there. Like you see scenes like that in Evil Dead. You saw it like yeah. the scene in in with Doc Ock and Spider Man Two. Like I thought it was extremely reminiscent of that. Um, like that is typical Sam Raimi movie making. I, Sam I Raimi and Scarlet Witch saved this movie. Not that it needed saving, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I agree. Well, America those Chavez, two I thought she was great. Really, and okay, and those are the elements I think that really made this movie watchable and. I don't know. There's a lot I could nitpick about it, but I still had a pretty great time watching it. Yeah, the, I had a good time watching it too, but I wouldn't. I'm not gonna be like, "What's my favorite Marvel movie? Best movie?" Can ever. I? Can I? I have one rant. So the wedding scene. It's actually two rants for the wedding scene, and the and one shot. The fucking husband walks by the camera twice, and then in the background, the people dancing at the wedding. They're like full body dancing. But the music you hear is just a single piano playing. The <laughs> dancing and the music were completely incongruous at that oh, wedding. Oh, now I got to watch If that it, was a real thing, gonna... I'd be like, these people are bonkers. They're fucking dancing to this they're piano on, they're playing. Meth. They're on meth. <laughs> oh, man, so, I'm going to have to watch that again. I did not notice that. It's very I small detail, but I saw that and anyway, I was like, so oh, yeah. this bothers me now. Because there's one guy dancing really hard, almost dancing to me like, Wants the camera to notice him. You know what I mean? So you can tell his friends. Hey, that's like me, that that's friends, me dancing in like the back Like that Friends there. episode. When, when you're they... an extra in a movie, you do what you can to get noticed. Yes. Right? Well, that makes but me the think music they told him to did dance to a certain type the of dancing. music. The music they probably told him to dance dancing. to something, and then they put different music in. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm like, Sam Raimi. Yeah, that was bad. That's I put bad. the Lady Gaga YouTube video on, Matt. Didn't make me any more excited, by the way. You're crazy. She got me hyped. Do we want Sam Raimi to make more Doctor Strange movies? Yeah, sure. Um, Matt, Matt, Matt's hesitating. I am hesitating. Okay, so all of your all of your concerns have come down to writing. He didn't write it. No, I I'm not worried about like it. I think he used. He didn't. I I don't know. He made a movie. That's as close to being Sam Raimi made as he can without being the the normal Sam Raimi tropes. And he said he didn't put those in because 
it's not about that. He he did the best he could with the horror, the pretty much the tropey horror elements. I think he relied a lot on the jump did scares the hand coming out. Yeah, and the grave. The, That's straight yeah. up, you know, evil dead. I loved it, dude. I loved but, the campiness. Well, of like it. or like when she came out of the um the reflection in Comertage, and it was like yes, all distorted. Yes. That was oh, cool. it, that remind me of the ring. If you're gonna do more horror based stuff, absolutely. Sam Raimi is the best way to go because I think it's gonna be hard for anyone else to to hit that PG thirteen horror li- li- line. He did. I think he but, did it beautifully. Like he did. Yeah, he did it very well. But so, it, do you think the next? So maybe it's not Doctor Strange that he does next. Like, do you think maybe he could do like Ghost Rider? Absolutely. Ooh. I think he would crush Ghost Rider. Oof. Like, yeah. I, I'm I clamoring for a Ghost Rider movie, dude. I want that so badly. What are what's another horror thing that he could do? Moon like Knight Blade, would have been awesome. I could do Blade really well. Blade would have been awesome, but um, he could have he could have crushed Moon Knight if it was a movie. Yeah, absolutely. I just I like if it's I think I think he's gonna do another Doctor Strange because now you've got Clea involved and they're gonna go through the incursion and the underworld and stuff. And they still have and, to finish the Mordo story. Right, Dor- so Dormammu. Dor- I can't ever say his name. Dormammu. He's coming back, Dormammu. obviously. Well, Clea he's Clea's is the father, right? uh, niece of Dormammu, right? Yeah, not the daughter, daughter or the niece. So, daughter, I thought. I definitely think that you're. He's probably going to do another one, and I'm okay with that. I really didn't have a Raimi. Really wasn't my issue. Like I would, I would. I'm just saying, like it's the writing. It sounds like everything. Yeah, you've but I would want to him to. If it, if it's if he's gonna direct another one, I want it to be a movie that plays into his strengths. I don't want it to. Do, I don't want it to have another um, Snyder issue where he's just directing it because it's Sam Raimi. You know, like it's not. I don't want to see another Marvel movie directed just to say it's directed by Sam Raimi. Dormammu is is her uncle. So. Okay, so Victor Strange, brother-in-law, Doyle Dormammu, cousin. Aaron loved the piano scene. Yeah, she I loved it. Music note and whatever. I thought it was awesome. Uh, that was my. That was like that one and watching uh, Wanda just rip through the Illuminati. Those, oh, both those scenes were awesome. Oh, and the scene when he has all the dark souls coming out of him. Yeah, which kind of felt misleading because I thought zombies were going to be introduced in it. I thought it wasn't a zombie. Kind of like by by the traditional definition, but not the zombies that we've seen in the Marvel universe. No, only dream walking. Yeah, like it would have been. I think this movie would have been way doper if it's not just Wanda that he's fighting. If they're fighting against the zombie Wanda that's destroying everybody that everyone's afraid of. From what in, if? In what if? Yeah, like Wanda, like there's a zombie Wanda from a different Earth. Yeah, and he has to enlist enlist the help of six one six Wanda because her powers are the only one that'll match the zombie one. It would have been better if there was like some connection through the multiverse from zombie Wanda to the actual Wanda, and instead of her sending monsters out through the multiverse to to hunt America Chavez, it was zombie Wanda hunting the multiverse. For actual Wanda, and, and why, zombie Wanda wipes out the Illuminati and, and all that because that would be like an unforeseen, an unforeseen 
issue is a fucking zombie Scarlet Witch with her powers just annihilating everybody. And why was she sending monsters after America Chavez? Why wasn't she just sending? Remember, she said she said she was that she was being merciful. Yeah, that's me. That's me holding back. I remember that line. You know, you don't want me coming after you. I'm just sending my friends. I thought the humor was really good in this, like when he comes down after talking to her when they're up in the, before she attacks. Uh, nailed it. Yeah, he's like nailed it. Yeah, because he talked <laughs> her down. I thought the humor was great. And Wong, or uh, what is what's his name? Uh, source of the B. What's his real name? Benedict. Wong. Benedict. Benedict. No, that's Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. No, 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 his name is Benedict Wong. Oh, they're both Benedict. Yeah. Oh, I believe so. Their chemistry is really good. I believe his name is Benedict. Let me double check. No, no, no I think you're right. Their their chemi- chemistry as actors together is really good, and maybe some of the best we've seen in the in Marvel. Yeah, universe. Benedict Wong. Would you guys would you guys agree to that? Yes. The two of them together. Really yeah, they have works. great chemistry. I totally agree. They but. remind me like everybody has to have like that. Like Spider uh, Peter Parker has Ned. Uh, Paul or uh, Scott Lang has the has. Uh... Oh, I was talking to my cousin, right? Who, what the hell is that? that... <laughs> oh name? yeah. Um. Wait, who? What? What are you talking about? In Ant Man, I was talking to my cousin, and he said this. Didn't it? What, oh yeah, guy... yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what is that character's name? Oh man, I don't know. Not Luis. It's not Luis, it right? Is, I think it is Luis. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah. Yeah. Michael it, Pena, it, no, it's it Luis. Is Luis. Yeah. Is it Luis? L- yeah. Luis. Yeah. Um. Every all these movies kind of have like that. I don't know what to call it. Like that kind of like sidekick. Sidekick. The sidekick. Yeah. Happy. Yeah. The comedic sidekick. sidekick. But 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 uh, Wong is not like all the like ned and they all say like these quips and these like one-liners wong isn't like that he's so serious that it's funny no stick boy i don't want him directing captain carrot the fuck is captain carrot (laughs) i want him directing the biopic of carrot top (laughs) oh my god did you guys see the trailer for the uh weird al yankovich biopic biopic no i saw an image from it though it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> but no one's going to be able to watch it because it's only on the Roku channel. So unless really? you have Roku, you can't watch it. I have Roku. They don't make... I well, I, I do on a couple of my TVs, not all of them. But Roku like paid all this money to get this movie, and you can only watch it if you have a Roku device. Are people going to be clamoring for Roku devices when this movie comes out? They don't so, make their app available anywhere else. So Matt, what was the, the big spec comic book wise on this movie? We already talked about Illuminati, right? There was also yeah. a big spec on uh, what's his name, Cathan, mm-hmm. who ended up being just mentioned in the movie as yeah. the original author of the Dark Gold, as far as you know, inscribing them into the murals and the America Chavez stuff. But doesn't this kind yeah. of imply that Scarlet? But then that the, the trailer kind of blew that open, though. And yeah. then a lot of people were specking on um, what's on the uh, starfish, on the octopus thing, Gargantos. Yeah. But I think that was kind of a, if you specked on that, yeah, I don't think you're going anywhere. But doesn't this kind of imply that that Wanda wrote the Darkhold? Because she has that temple? 
No, that, that's the part that didn't make sense to me. Why the is temple, temple was her? created by the original creator of the Darkhold. The Darkhold was a copy. Cthon. So Cthon scribed the Darkhold along the walls, and somebody copied it into the Darkhold, the physical Darkhold, and put it out there. So she go when the Darkhold gets destroyed, she goes to the temple where that's why she goes after Wong. Because as a Sorcerer Supreme, he gets to know this stuff. Because, remember, they're saying that... I can't think of the name of the good book right now because it's fucking late. But the good Sorcerer uh, Vishanti, book... Right? Vishanti, thank you. Vishanti, that, uh, yeah. it, it doesn't exist. And Wong says, no, that's not the case. It does exist. Um, it, it does exist. You find that out when you're the Sorcerer Supreme. You're privy to more information. So that's why she goes after him to find out where the original Darkhold was to go to that temple. And that's why when she's destroying the Darkhold across the multiverse, she destroys that temple. But why is there a statue of her in the temple? Because well, the Scarlet Witch is just a... it. She's like the manifestation of like the ultimate witch, like the ultimate sorceress. And so... So yeah, Wanda, title. Wanda and Scarlet Witch can be separate entities, theoretically. Right. It's not necessarily Wanda, it's the Scarlet Witch. Oh, and see, that's that why, didn't even click to me. Has there been other Scarlet Witches? That's why Wanda is trapped in the rubble of her childhood in the head because that's kind of like kind of like Moon Knight. That's the Scarlet Witch persona keeping the the Wanda character at bay. I don't think we've actually had in the comics other ones, but the implication it's like a title, like like yeah. Wong says, she has become the Scarlet Witch. Like so, so see, that has like, that did to. not click for me. I was sitting there like Agatha Wait, kind why of is explains she... it in in um WandaVision towards the end too. I think I'm gonna need That's to watch right, WandaVision yeah. again. Always oh, is Scarlet, isn't the Scarlet Witch the one who can read and write the runes? Not Wanda, yeah. but you have to become a Scarlet Witch to right. to get to that level. She's but like ultimate, but like so like, so that Scarlet Witch like outfit that she's wearing. She didn't make that up. I thought she had like I thought she No, remember it it appears on her when she when she accumulates the Scarlet Witch power when she's fighting Agatha. Oh, I thought she like created it from her own mind. It's like another analogy would be like the Dark Phoenix, the Phoenix power. Right. right? No, it's making sense what you guys are saying. You could become I did the Dark Phoenix, that in but the movie. you're not necessarily exclusive. So I feel like I have like decent comic knowledge not nearly as much as you two do i'm I'm above max i think as far as the hierarchy here matt is max still Com- with us yes i'm here as far, I'm as, just as, far as far as comic Tired, knowledge guys. is concerned and so when i watch these movies i get a little bit more than just like the general like lame person that doesn't follow this stuff outside of the movie universe yeah people like us are lame <laughs> <laughs> i did not understand that that wasn't wanda on the wall there's a lot of things that i think they take who wasn't wanda on the wall in the in the in the temple there's a statue carving against the wall it looks like wanda as scarlet witch oh i understood that just from wandavision they explained that the scarlet witch is like a it's like a title or a different entity moniker yeah it's it's probably because it's been so long since i've watched wandavision that that probably just that's why she goes by wanda that's why she doesn't have the Scarlet Witch moniker until she's never actually called Scarlet Witch until WandaVision. Yes, I knew yeah. that. 
because she gets that suit and wanted but i thought that was just a name that she gave herself i didn't realize i don't know dude i just noticed that this is this is hardcore dude you guys see that steven strange in the poster is doing the rock on yeah (laughs) that's legit rock on I mean, Sometimes I'm, his hand his hand stuff looks kind of stupid. Oh, if you took the CGI out, how silly would he look? Like, how does he feel when he's like, oh, he's yeah. Accom- well, most he's of these, an accomplished yeah. actor. He's an accomplished actor that's been, like, nominated <laughs> for like, like, Al- awards and shit. Alfred Molina for the uh, the the Blu-ray special features from uh, No Way Home. He talks, he's like, if you just forget all the Doc Ock and you just watch me acting, this is me the entire movie. <laughs> he's just shaking his shoulders and he's like that's all i had to do the whole movie <laughs> those guys look like they his so arms are fun. like straight down to his sides right no yeah. it's, it's true they those guys looked like they had so much fun filming that movie well like i like to watch some of those uh youtube channels where they like review special <laughs> effects and they'll show like the pre-rendered footage and it's it's kind of funny what the actors are sometimes working with, and then what you see in the final product. Like, or every they time show you see scenes it. where, where, uh, yeah, Tom Holland in his mocap suit kept making Willem Dafoe crack up because he looks like Polka Dot Man, <laughs> and they have him like spinning around and stuff, and Willem Dafoe yep. just kept laughing at him. Like you see, see stuff from like Not Jurassic Park, and dude's a raptor, and he's just in a green suit with like a raptor head on, like he's got like a, a raptor helmet on top of his head. Or um, yeah, or Planet Mark. of the Apes. They're like acting like apes, and it, and it turns out incredible. But yeah. I can't imagine being there on set and watching this guy act like a freaking monkey. Or <laughs> Mark know? Mark and not Ruffalo laugh, and not laugh and not laugh. Yeah, like come Mark on. Ruffalo is in that mocap suit, and he's got a giant stick stick. And and same thing with Thanos yeah. with uh, Brolin, giant stick with the face of Hulk at the end of the stick, so that people know where to, where Hulk's where to face look. is going to be. Yeah. It is the same thing with Thanos. So they're running around with these giant like flagpoles connected to their backs. Or uh, or this one's a little bit less so, but um, Chris Hemsworth has talked about how like they would like throw in the hammer and stuff off screen for you know when he calls his hammer back to him and how how funny it's done in practicality, but they make it look cool. It's like a guy just like handing him a, a freaking hammer. Or Chris Pratt when they had to keep refilming scenes because he was shooting the fake guns going pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of, one last thing before we go. Did you guys hear the controversy with the No Way Home Blu-ray? No. no so for, for months they've been advertising the Blu-ray coming out that's going to have all these 90 minutes of deleted scenes or something like that. The Blu-rays were released with no deleted scenes. Oh, that's frustrating. The well, the 4K one or just the all of them? Blu-ray. The 4K one is the one I own. It has no deleted scenes in it. I think they're on, aren't they on the Blu-ray disc? Nope. No, you're you're right. I don't think they are. They it's advertised not like a special it. They features did, disc. No, they they that advertised sucks. it for months. They people were selling pre-orders in in the actual best on the Best Buy thing. When you look at what I ordered. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home 4K with bonus features and deleted scenes. There's no deleted scenes on it. Like people, also people, the Best Buy Steelbook. Pre, they what? allowed the Best Buy Steelbook for that, the Steelbook edition. They let it sell out on pre-sale, so not a single copy hit the shelves on the day of the release. They're all gone pre-sale. Really it was ridiculous. Yeah, I've actually got the the 4K 
Ultra HD version from Walmart, and it says over over 80 minutes of bonus content, bloopers and gag reels, Spider-Man Unite, and more. Yeah, so when you look, so the pictures when they were selling it says says over 120 minutes, and it has deleted scenes. They changed the stickers before they went out. So a lot of people Ooh. are are pissed and saying it's kind of a bait and switch. That's why I pre-ordered it. I'm like, I want to see these fucking deleted scenes. They're probably magical. Yeah. Like, I heard there's over an hour of deleted scenes. Well, I imagine there is. Yeah. So, but yeah, it got released with nothing. Hmm. People are pissed. Hey, earlier, did you got you guys said, uh, is there really a petition to get Amber Heard removed from Aquaman 2? Yeah, it's, it's over, over 3 million signatures. Yeah. Did you guys hear her, see her testimony today? No. That Johnny Depp repeatedly raped her with a bottle? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it, it was hardcore. It is damning, and I think it, it totally changes the direction of the trial. I don't I don't think she's um I think she's lying through her teeth, dude. I don't know, because the other day when well, she we'll was see on what the, the jury just, thinks. Yeah. I think when she was on the stand Wednesday and she started crying, it just I don't know, man. Her her whole defense team has just been god awful. I I just I don't know. She talked about he did he he did cavity searches on her because he was convinced she was hiding cocaine from him. (laughs) I mean, choking her. He also talks about smashing beer bottles, and then the thing the 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 vivid description of being raped by by a bottle by him. Well, and then mm. and then he talk. You hear the stuff he talks about, how how she fucking like shit on his bed and like <laughs> yeah. fucking like they're both crazy. But so this, maybe the those things. Thing that they to both, her is they, that. Oh, go, go ahead, Lance. No, go ahead. Sorry, I don't know if I even have a thought. I was gonna say the damning thing to her is that he's got her on video saying nobody's going to believe you. No one's going to believe that I did all this to you. Like basically saying nobody believes that men can be a victim and then so. there's another video with saying oh go ahead and cry johnny blah blah blah, yeah. like like basically teasing him after she like abused him so he's but- suing her for defamation for ruining his career and now there's testimony that he this raping with the bottle i feel like this yeah, is but completely, she's- ba- completely backfiring on him he's gonna get me too'd the fuck me See, for this i think he has a lot more supporters like if you look at like tiktok and stuff it's just constant johnny depp is is innocent blah 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 this blah blah, blah that. tiktok is not a jury though no, no i understand uh, obviously general... social social judges but yeah but what i'm saying is like there can't be that kind of of support even on the social channels and him also get me too. like i don't think that'll i don't know it's a quarter public. We'll opinion. see. This could be a double standard at play. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's tough. It's yeah. tough because like I haven't I heard. Her. I haven't. I haven't heard her testimony yet. I haven't seen the evidence. I'm not on the jury, so my opinion really doesn't matter here. It's a sad situation on both. It's sad that it got this far on both accounts. Yeah, hearing the rec- I've heard the recordings that Johnny has shared, or that they've shared for his you know side, and they had an extremely unhealthy relationship. Oh yeah, I I agree that it was unhealthy in both directions, but he also has like his wife of 14 years that says Johnny is the most loving person I've ever like. Yeah, he's had a lot of character testimonies. He's had a lot of character witnesses, and then she's had these character witnesses that says, no, she's a little crazy. 
Well, and it doesn't help that she fired her entire PR team right before she took the stand. So that that's kind of damning too, saying that you you know you're bailing on all this stuff. But and they coached know, her. The new PR yeah. team coached her before she went on testimony. So do you guys think she should be removed from the movie? Is this is that? Kind no. Of a- the movie's no. done. Just freaking release yeah. the and movie. And I hear she's only. Should she be banned like from further movies then? If what's hap- if what, if what Johnny has testified and is true, and if what she's saying is a lie, which we don't know, then yeah, maybe. I'm saying, in in all fairness, what has happened to so many other people after these kind of things come out, that have basically had their careers ruined. Like, look what's happened to Bill Murray. Or look what's happening to the guy, the return of the usher or whatever that movie's called, the older guy. Like these guys get just get canceled. Like just a minute an accusation is levied. Get canceled. Why can't that happen the other way? You know, someone's I forget who was saying they they saying there should be a law that your your identity cannot be revealed unless you're found guilty. There's another oh, of these there's types another of director crimes. that just got removed from a project and isn't allowed to be part of or direct anything further because of allegations. Uh, I just read the article today too. Yeah. It's, it's so tough because like you want to weed out these people who, who do this stuff. Like we don't want rapists to be, but we're already free, passing judgment before the trial. I know, even, yeah. I know but I'm, that's oh, yeah. what about innocent until proven guilty? So it's just, exactly. it's hard because if Johnny Depp raped her, he needs to go to prison. Like, like that's how I see it, but it's just tough. Fred Savage was removed from the from uh, directing and executive producing the new Wonder Years spinoff because of he's in uh, misconduct allegations. We're not talking about Doctor Strange anymore. I'm taking that down. Um, <laughs> I think, but I mean, if, since to answer your question, I think when it comes to the Amber Heard Johnny Depp stuff, it's like. These people were in a personal relationship. They were in marriage. I don't think what happens in their private life should affect their personal life, but it's going to. Unless a crime was committed. Well, yes, but it's playing out in a court of law. So, yes. You know, it's it's hard. It's it's a libel lawsuit, though. Nobody's actually going to go to prison. No charges are being filed. It's just it's all about reputation. Right. You've ruined my yeah. reputation. And if you were raped by him with a, a bottle, why wouldn't you press charges against him? Or She didn't, yeah. That's how yeah. crazy and toxic the relationship was. And the, the sad part is watching this, too. Even even everything you hear, like I would have no doubt in my mind that if she was like, hey, Johnny, I want you back, he'd go back in a second. <laughs> I sure hope he's not that dumb. <laughs> oh my gosh! But we're but at four is, hours. That's that, yeah. that's that's typically what happens in in these abusive relationships, though. Too like a lot of people get trapped in these abuses. It's kind of like Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah, a lot of people back. get there's, trapped there's, in these right. abusive relationships. I knew a girl. I was like in love with this girl who was dating this guy that was a piece of shit to her. She would break it off, come over to me, and then go immediately back to him. And this happened for like five years. Max, how dare you? <laughs> but uh it happens all the time man like no it's super common and it's hard and that's why you can see my wife for therapy she'll help <laughs> all right you ready to call it 
Before we yeah. go, I highly recommend Star Trek Strange New Worlds. The pilot oh, I'm going to watch it. Um, yesterday was excellent. Uh, it stars Anson Mount as Captain Pike, who played Black Bolt. The fucking production design is amazing. It like surpasses some Hollywood movies. It is so Isn't each good. episode a different crew? Like a different... No, the it's dude the from Vampire crew. Diaries is supposed to be a captain eventually, right? Captain Kirk. No, that's, that's a uh, little false tease. I won't say anything. Oh, okay. Doesn't quite. It's not quite what you think it is. I don't know what you're talking Interesting. about. Interesting. Interesting. So if it's not quite what we're thinking about, imagine how that actor must have felt him being revealed as Captain Kirk. <laughs> and he's over here like, no, I'm not. <laughs> this is not the Kirk you're looking for. I wish for. this is not the Kirk you're I looking for. I wish I got for. that. Well, because the reveal never said Captain Kirk. Oh, interesting. James Kirk. James Tiberius Kirk. Okay. Anyways, he never said James I... Tiberius Kirk. Could have said George Kirk. I think that's what we're gonna call it tonight. I want to thank everyone for hanging out in the chat. Beautiful, beautiful people, as always. Ish, thanks for jumping in. Thanks for having me on, um, guys. You know, your mom, uh, Stick Boy, Aaron, Patrick, Corbin, everyone who jumped in. Thank you so much for checking us out. If Freckle your, fucker. Yes. If this, <laughs> if this is your first time, free comic the show, book day tomorrow. Free yeah. comic book day. Go see Fantastic Ish. Fantastic World's comics comic in shop. Scottsdale. Absolutely. Uh, but if this is your first time finding the channel, make sure to like hit that like and subscribe button. Let us, leave us comments below. Let us know what you thought of Doctor Strange. If you agree, disagree with what we said about the movie, what you like, disliked about it, um, go crazy. Yeah, again, free comic book day tomorrow. Go get your free comics. Don't go forget to shave your Fantastic balls World. with Manscaped. Yeah, sir. Shave those hairy balls. Summer's coming up. <laughs> uh, we got Phoenix <laughs> Fan Fusion coming up soon. Um, go again. Go get Ish. Ish said he's gonna autograph the first hundred. Free comic book day books tomorrow. If you come and tell tell them that you Fuck saw them on yeah. tonight's show, yes, so. get that carpal tunnel, buddy. Yep. <laughs> they they give you a perfect little white spot on the box on the book too, where instead of a stamp, you just get Ish's signature. Boom, done. Do you hate it if the store stamps the? the I cover do. Like that? I do not do. like it at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it at all. You know, we so we have we have a, a secret, secret like retailer forum on Facebook. It's all the shop owners. And that's one thing they're like, everyone's like, I want to stamp those books so fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I, there's a shop here that does it and I don't go to them for free comic book day specifically. Before, just because, because of that. that. Yep. But Shameless. hardcore. All right. Well, that's for this week's episode of the Absolute Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Lance. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. I'm Max. <laughs> <laughs> and who's that guy over there? Okay. How do we get to over him? That's Ish. Yeah, that's Ish. Oh, is Hudson that me? Hawk. I'm Ish. <laughs> the well, Hudson it's... Hawk. Glorious. <laughs> best movie ever. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. I haven't been cut off yet. No. All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks, let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek! We'll go ahead and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs>
See you next time on the absolute.